Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming to you from the internet. Introducing first with a professional record of a five-star rating and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm going to do it one more time. How you doing? How you doing? This is your MMA Marks Podcast. I'm your host, Rick. That's Buddy. Like I said, we're right here. We're marking out on all things MMA. Can't wait. UFC 268 is this weekend. Colby Covington versus Kamar Usman. Oh, my God. It, if any, if it's anything like it was the first time. I cannot wait for this fight. How you doing, bud? What do you got to say? Tell everybody how you doing. All right, well, first of all, just to give you guys, a, to, a, a, for anybody in the fucking stream that's confused about what the fuck just happened, <laughs> we just made two small clips. The Colby Covington went on a little longer because Ricky's in his podcast mode, but that happens. But <laughs> I was confused. I thought we were podcasting for a second. But uh, we, we made two small clips that we make up for YouTube. Make sure you guys uh, go and like it. For those of you who already seen it, you guys don't have to watch it. But subscribe to our YouTube and look out for the little clips. In case you missed the podcast, you can catch us talking about what we think for the, for the main thing. Normally we do that behind the scenes, but since we were running a little late today, uh, this, this is how we did it. So anyway, we don't have a YouTube link right now. I'll get that in a second. I want to give a big shout-out to my, my stream community who came through with the raid. Uh, we got a bunch of guys ready for us today. We're later on. We're going to have a little segment where if, if you want to get involved, we give you about five minutes. You get to talk your talk, especially for those of you in the fight pick championship. Um, speaking of fight pick championship, we have a few more events, a few more events to pick on for this season. Right now it's tied for first between JC gamer and J bone. These guys Ooh. are fucking coming through and, and putting in great fucking picks every week. Um, Got I was the even championship belt on the line. JC Gamer, uh, we were looking at his his pick accuracy on Tapology. It's very very well done. Uh, he's at like sixty percent accuracy. Mine's like fifty four. Um, Damn. So watch watch out for these guys, man. They're coming in here and, and showing us up. But um, yeah, so I had a great time watching the fights. I missed some in the middle, but I seen the first couple. I seen the last couple over the weekend. Um. What, what did you think? I thought I, I do think that it, it did, especially since it was free. But I think that it, it it exceeded my expectations. I was had low expectations, and I want to say that I was fucking right on the main event, like a son of a bitch. So you're referring to Jan Blahovich taking on Glover Teixeira, UFC 267. It did exceed my expectations. My favorite fight of the night had to go to. Uh, Piotr Jan taking on uh, Corey Sanhagen. That fight was off the chain. Could not believe it. I mean, that combo at the end, that the left hook to a spinning hook kick and hit every single punch and strike. Oh, my that God. That hook kick didn't land perfectly. That shit hit the block, bro. Bro, bro. I got it on. I got it on my Instagram. I saw, I saw it. Got it on my Instagram. Go I check it out. I synced it. You synced right? it. <laughs> Listen. Oh, that fight was awesome. 
Corey Sanhagen never looked better, and Peter Jan just proves that he's the champ. Proves. How many how many flying knees did Sanhagen land, bro? A million. Three, three, three clean. He landed three clean, and still didn't take out Jan. Right. I'm telling you. And Jan well, Blahovich. Well, the card was nice. It was. It was great. It was great. I will say there was one hiccup that I want to get to, but holy shit! Okay. We're gonna we're gonna be debating like a motherfucker on this. I bet if it's what I think it is. It's not what you think it is. I want to get I want to get it out of the way because I know you you have a hard on for this shit. Bad refing. By far, we've seen the most worst refer worst referee in UFC history. It no. it has I'm to be this guy. Guess what? I'm a I'm with that guy. Did you what see the fight? That was bitching, yo. Did you see it? DC was crying like a little baby back bitch. I watched it and remember thinking I was annoyed with with DC. Daniel Cormier crying like a little bitch. Guess what? He was coming back in that third round after the fact that DC can't believe. He hates the fact that uh, the guy's corner let him come out. He hates the fact that the ref is letting him fight on. Bitch, he came back in the third. So that proves that DC was crying for nothing. Oh, oh, I'm not saying that the guy shouldn't have came back. The guy... Was what did they call him? Uh, a special forces, uh, something in 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 France military. Like the fuck guy has, fuck DC. the guy has been through a lot, and he's not. But what my concern with the ref was the one he wasn't watching the fight. If you look at him, he was looking at the fucking ceiling. Did you see him? He's looking at the fucking ceiling when he should be watching the fight. Missed an eye poke completely. Never asked for a doctor to come in and look at the dude's eye. That's fucked up. Two. You know, I honestly, I remember the eye poke, and, it, and I was like, oh, okay, he's fine. He, but still, you could have a doctor come in and look. I mean, look, we're in Abu Dhabi. That's a, that's we're not in Russia. We're not in Russia, okay? We're in Abu Dhabi. And this is the UFC. It's fight to the death or nothing. No, no, no. That's in your head. That's on the game. This is UFC. This is you. UFC. Okay? There's rules. There, there's a little bit of sportsmanship involved here. Okay? And the referee is there for the safety of the fighter. And in my opinion, he didn't do that at all. And and what about this? Uh, an accidental groin strike and takes a point immediately? Okay, so like, come on, because the because you said he didn't see the eye poke, but he did give him a second for the eye poke. So he already poked homie in the eye, and then he hit him in the and then he hit him in the balls. Whatever, take a point. Okay, okay. The only reason. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Stop, 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 stop. stop. I'll let you go. Don't even talk because I need I need to say something, Rick. Go ahead. We we are the first motherfuckers out here saying, "Fuck a warning." You're warned in the back. You're a professional. You know not to do it. You can say it's an accidental groin shot, but guess what? Because you didn't avoid the groin shot, that's a point from you, motherfucker. I agree, and I like that the refs are cracking down on these points. Good for them. But if you don't, if you don't even warn the dude on an eye poke and then take a point for a groin strike, I mean, it, it was just so random, and everybody knew it was accidental. It, it at least give him a stern warning first. I'm I'm for one stern warning, then take your points. Good. He didn't even get him a, a stern warning for the eye poke. My thing is he wasn't protecting the fighters like he should have been. 
<laughs> he was, and then, and then finally, what you was can't, you can't expect a ref to to be your protector, honestly. If if you expect a ref to take care of you that's, or or a fighter, that's then the not what I'm is, saying. Then they should not be in that motherfucking octagon. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the ref is there for for fighter safety, and he wasn't performing his duties. I understand that that's a fighter's job to protect protect themselves at all times. Get that, but you're you have a referee for a reason. And that's the listen, reason. Listen, I respect the fact that that ref let them bang, bro. No, that's all I'm saying. No, I don't the respect that at all. Bang. No, because because then then you only get guys that can only go in the UFC for ten fights, and then that's it. That's on them. That's, that's, that's not on them. Let, that's that, not I mean, on them. Shumayev is only letting one significant strike land. That's what you need as you know. If you want to if you want to last more than ten fights, you need to fight like fucking Chimaev. Great, but not everybody's Chimaev. Okay, well then, you're only going to last 10 fights. What's the big deal? What do you want? Everybody have a participation fucking award in UFC? That's not now? what I said. Fuck you put words in my mouth. You put words in my mouth, yo. I can't put words in your mouth yet, but I put a dick in your mouth, alright? <laughs> yeah, please, get the fuck out of here with your stupid ass shit. But anyway, hey, look. look. Hey, I just want to get that out of the way. This ref should never ref another fight, and thank God. Thank God he won't. Look, I appreciate the Yamasaki uh, vibes. It, it brought. It was nostalgic to watch that ref. <laughs> and you can't, be, you can't. You can't be mad at that ref. I am very mad at that ref. Very. Like he he did a disservice to all referees and to the UFC. And the fight we're discussing was uh, Zaleski Dos Santos, yeah, Capoeira guy taking on Benoit Saint Denis. Um, and honestly, like, dude was getting fucked up the whole time, right? It was his debut fight. Benoit was getting fucked up the whole time, like, honestly. Yeah. But he kind of came back in the third, bro. He was, he was, what people were trying to say was, homie was too tough for his own good. And I agree. Because he was straight taking an ass with him. But then in the same, in the same sense, we watched somebody like, and you might say, oh, I think I agree with that stoppage. But a lot of us don't. Think about Sean Paper, hand, paper Hands O'Malley, bro. And Chris Montano. We Dude. all said, fuck that. The ref should not have stopped that. Dude. So it's like, these refs are damned if you do, damned if you don't. No. No, there's a line. And you got to know the line. And that, well, that, line was, that line was horrible. That dude was on Dream Street in the, in the second round. Did you see how he was not even... Saint Denis. What's his name? That's my new favorite ref. Yeah, good luck <laughs> pronouncing his name. Okay, I, I tried to do it phonetically, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tear it tear it apart. It's right, uh, well, Vekalov Kesenlov. That's the best ref ever. I'd rather him ref the main event for Saturday than fucking Mark Goddard, and I promise you that. Oh, I, I promise you that. I don't want Mark Goddard. I want Jason Herzog to do it, but it is what it is. If I got to choose the ref, okay. If I get to choose the ref that refs uh, the main event for Saturday, who do I choose? Fuck it. Give me, give me, give me the uh, bald black dude, Mark something. Mark Smith. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty fucking. You know, down the line. Yeah, yeah. I'll take Mark Smith. J- Jason could do good. And I mean, if we can just pick anybody. Yeah. Give me Chael Sonnen. That. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm all. Best referee, I'm, Chael Sonnen. I'm all for 
I'm all for uh, former fighters being refs. That would be great. Right? That would be great. So, so did you see the first couple fights at all? I did. I went back and watched them all, actually. Okay, so... Uh, so... The, the, fir- the first fight... The first was fight right. was Tajir uh, on a block off taking on Alan uh, Nascimento. Now, I want to get into an argument with you that you're probably going to win. Okay? Okay. So, Nascimento Nascimento was extremely active on the bottom. He was playing a jiu-jitsu game. He he accepted that he was taken down, but every time he taken down, he was going for submissions after submissions after submissions. Eventually, he lost the decision due to the couple elbows that uh, Tagoff hit him with. I... What is what's your take, and why do you think it's this way that submission attempts from the bottom are not uh, are point getters or not point getters for for the well, judges? Well, here's the thing. I mean, and and I believe that you'll agree with me on this is that there isn't no one way is there is no set defending a submission is better than attempting a submission. There's no set. It's literally based on the fucking person that's that's judging the fight. Yeah. Um, for me, I value defending submissions over top of completing them. I think it's you're better than you're better if you're if you're defending them, because I mean I could if I constantly try to grab you the whole time, but you're defending the whole time. Is that me winning the fight? Even if I'm say you know say I'm just or. If if I'm if what about this? If a guy's constantly jabbing but missing every sh- never landing that jab, he's losing the fight. Yeah, you know, he, compared he, to strikes, I I if agree with if you. If you're constantly throwing strikes out there but you're whiffing shots, you're losing the fight. But but if you land that same jab on my block over a thousand times, am I losing the fight? Or are you just getting beat? The difference is. If you if you miss a jab or miss a strike and hit air, then the opponent is not hurt at all. But if you defend a submission, you could still get hurt. You're still you're still in a battle. I remember thinking I have no idea who wins it, who won that fight, and uh, it was it was um, split decision. And I isn't the, isn't that guy Tagir like does he run with fucking uh, Khabib and them? Yeah. He does. So that that's that. I remember thinking, it was it was a fucking it was it was close to a draw. I felt like, and I think that Khabib's boy just got the bump. I I think you're right, but it just it just bugged me that it it seems like these submission attempts don't get counted as well as like an elbow from the top. Like it takes three submission attempts to equal one elbow. It just I don't know. I I, I think it should be. Uh, there should be some type of point system involved, like something. Well, it's okay. So think of it this way: um, first of all, all, most judges are probably not going to be a big fucking uh, grappler, and that's someone, a problem. Someone might be, but let's just. But to the average eye, to somebody that's never watched anything, somebody grabbing a hold of somebody, uh, it, it, it just looks like they're they're trying to stop him from getting the shit kicked out of him. Yes. Right? So that's probably what it looks like when they're when it looks like they're grabbing them and shit, and it doesn't look. It might not look like they're trying to choke them out. Might not look like they're trying to 
uh, manipulate a joint, make them tap. Yeah. It might just look like they're trying to avoid getting the shit kicked out of them on the ground. And also, um, striking shows way more damage. You're not going to show much damage. Maybe some redness around your throat if they fucking got you in a decent deep choke. Or Frank Mir, you you'll fucking have half your arm. Or half well, a leg. That, that the fight stops at that point. There's well, no judgment. I'm just saying. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about close fucking submissions. We're talking about uh, uh, attempts that got escaped. Remember? Yeah, I understand um, that. But so but this it's, is it's, the damage. You don't wear damage like you would in a strike. That's another reason why striking for decisions is better. In I, my opinion, I kind of agree. But I just and, wish and, there was... And I'm, t- and I'm not talking about just straight up stand and bang. I'm talking about striking on the ground as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I just I just want, you know, those submission attempts to be accounted for at least. And it's into the untrained eye, it, it goes unnoticed. And it shouldn't. It shouldn't. They should do a better job of highlighting it. But Hell uh, yeah. Uh, be- before we move on, because yeah. it kind of has something to do with what we're talking about, I'm gonna do a shameless plug on, on my own shit, though. You know, oh this, shit! Go my, ahead, go ahead. So, in my stream lately, Ricky, mm-hmm. uh, you might have noticed we've been doing simulated fights, and uh, each like certain members of the community, you know, like subs and stuff, people that are like there and like you know members, um, they get the they get their own creative fighter on my account, yep. and then they get to choose. Whose AI they use, yeah, and they have different AIs, and they, and they have uh, different move sets, and, and so you basically you get to customize character as as any way you want. And I recently made my personal character Brian Bodunde that I made. Um, I made him. A, I went back to my roots of when I first started playing the game, and I made him a wrestler dominator with. Um, I can't remember what AI, but I want to say it's like uh, just rest a wrestler AI. It's like a basic wrestler AI because they have some basic AIs, and then you could say like I want Nate Diaz, I want you, I want um, Frankie Edgar's AI, but I like to I like to fuck around and choose the basic ones. And when you go and in the in the game, I think it's a very stable uh, AI to choose uh, a stable build if you have a wrestler because they're going to win a lot of decisions. They're going to stay in the dominant positions and, and hitting their opponent from the ground and pound and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But some AIs are really good. Like we got, um, one that's really fun to watch is Jimmy T's AI. He's got a fucking, it looks, it looks kind of like, it looks just like Jimmy T in a way. Um, (laughs) Straight redneck corn fed. Hell yeah. You know, you know, and he's got the he's got the Nate Diaz posture, so he's got that swagger like Nate Diaz. He's got um, got that Jimmy um, T confidence. He's got that boxer pressure, which you know, like a Nate Diaz style. Yeah. He's got the move set for a boxer pressure, and then for AI, just to mix it up, he's Masvidal. So he's got that fucking, you know, that that uh, that that killer instinct out of nowhere, flying knee or something. You know what I mean? Like he's got that big move ability as well. Yeah, and and he does pretty good. He does pretty good. Um, but if you guys want to be involved with that, you think you have a cool build, check me out twitch.tv slash MMA underscore marks. Uh, we do the big, we're first big events uh, tomorrow uh, Thursday night, and it's it's gonna be um, thir- Thursday night, and it's gonna be Butch. What was his name? Butch Brunson is is the champ. We did a tournament. But we're going to have a whole card, and if you want to be involved in that, definitely check me out. Check out the content. It's really, really fun. We get crazy in the commentary booth. 
it's a bunch of community members jumping in there for the commentary, and we all just fucking go ham. Hell yeah, and that's Thursday night on the MMA yeah, March can, channel. But you can come in all any night. We're always doing something, bro. Fuck yeah. Every night. You know what I mean? There's, I might take a Saturday off for the fights, but that's about it. All right, now moving on to the next newer fighter. So we have uh, Andre Petrovsky taking on uh, Yazong Hu. Or Yazong Ho, whatever his name is. I think I'll just call him Who, but Who? Now, let me give my little quick breakdown. Absolutely, I want to hear it. I, 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 before I, I, I get like, mine, I want to. I want to hear yours. I like this fight. I think that uh, this guy Who is a tough son of a bitch, but he but he eats a lot of shot. Think of Shane Burgos, but not as fucking tough. Um, I mean, he was getting fucking bombs landed on him, and he was standing. Kind of that like, Korean zombie mentality. Yeah, but I felt like he was getting the shit kicked out of him and then eventually just got subbed or whatever. But, I mean, to me, it was like Petrovsky's fucking fight, bro. I mean, there was a little bit coming back, but what, what do you think overall? Me, personally, my breakdown is this. Petrovsky needs to work on his cardio and his his um, pace. Not so much, Not so much that, like... He needs to go back Stop to looking the, for the finish is what you're saying, and that's what he was doing. He was loading up from the <laughs> jump. But I like that, yo. I like that's why I was like, yo, I like it. He's just throwing bombs, and but they were landing. I get that. I get that. Just but after the finish and just 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 fight, you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Everybody has a number, okay? You can only take but so many hits, and you can only throw but so many punches, and you need to find that number. If it's five, it's five. It's ten. It's ten. But stop at that number. Stop loading up. You gotta. You gotta set up and 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 use your footwork and, and and use the jab a little bit better. If he did that, combined with his submission game and his wrestling, he's gonna be one hell of a handful for this division. But yeah, but uh, like you said, who is just a lot tougher than he is good. Um, I think who needs to learn a defense. If it's blocking, if it's avoidance, if it's footwork, if it's countering, he needs to learn something because that chin is not going to last him his whole career. It's just not. He's taking bombs, he's getting put on his back, and he's getting choked out. And that's exactly what happened here. In the third round, Petrovsky takes him down and finally submits him. After multiple, multiple different submissions, he finally comes in with an arm triangle in the third and gets the job done. So Petrovsky does come out on top, big dog, and moving on. I want to say that I, I do like this guy. He's on my radar as a, as a newcomer, kind of. You know, he's kind of new. And uh, I, I, I bet you we see him gain some patience. I think that's what everybody, like JC was also criticizing. It's, it's, we're all saying the same thing, but just saying it differently. Yeah. Is sometimes Petrovsky only goes, I mean, only goes for the finish in a way. Yeah. I mean, he, like it's, JC was saying, he needs to fucking uh, basically wait for the great opportunity for the sub. He goes for too many subs. That's it's all has to do with patience, uh, and I think that I think that we'll see that in the next fight. He's gonna get challenged probably. Yeah, so he 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 got a, he got a fucking uh, what do you call that a slow ball or whatever. He got the setup. He just not he didn't knock it out of the park, but he did pretty well. So I think that they're gonna give him a little bit harder competition next. If I, I was his coach, see that patience. I definitely yeah, I would definitely give him. A guy that um, tests his patience and that avoids yeah, a, him. A vet. 
he needs he needs he needs a guy that's very comfortable in there. He needs a guy with great footwork. If he got a has experience. Yes. And then it will will push him to where he needs to go. Because yeah, he's a good fighter. The, the MMA Marks podcast, we have enough of a of a community that we can push him, dude. Fucking right. <laughs> we we do. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I love the community we have here. But uh moving on. <laughs> moving on. Maquan Amir Khani taking oh on Lerone you know, Murphy. You know I wanted to, I, I was, it was so early though, but I wanted to just cuss you out just because I, you know how I am. Uh, I had. Tell, tell the people what happened. I had Amir Khani, okay? Amir Khani's my boy. I want him to win always because he's a quick start. He comes out like a ball of fire. First round, he did. First round, he did that. Hey, first round, he did that. Came out like a ball of fire, was all over him. Okay, Lerone Murphy weathered the storm. Coming out in the second round, Amir Khani kept fainting to take him down. He would throw like a couple jabs and then faint. But yeah. he, he would oversell it, if, if you know what that means. He, instead of like just dipping a little bit and changing levels, he would change his levels completely and try to go in. And he did it twice. So Lerone Murphy knew... Yeah. That it was coming and it wasn't, it wasn't a hundred percent real. So he could take it and do what it, what he wanted. And what he wanted to do was knock Amir Khani out, and that's exactly what happened because he need him right in the fucking face. And I holy shit, Amir Khani went out like a light. He didn't know what the fuck happened. I mean, good I, lord, I wanna, that knee was nasty. I do want to point out that everything that we are criticizing Petrosky for can also be said. For Amir Khani, and except he, Amir Khani only does it in the first round because he's already gassed by the fucking first round's finish. Ah, pish posh, tish tosh. That don't mean shit. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm not a big fan of Amir Khani. I think that he's kind of cool when he gets like he had that one moment. That's about it. I'm off that fucking train. Amir oh Khani is just a stepping stone in that division at this point. Damn. Damn. I, I kind of am starting to agree with you. As much as I, I hate to to admit I'm starting to agree with you, that knee was so nasty. Knocked him in the next week. Holy shit, he was out cold. So, so Leroy got... Murphy KO in round two was great. I'm, and and I, I am a Murphy, Lerone Murphy fan for sure. I can't wait for his next fight. I think that he's an awesome dude, and I, I see him do, having a good future in the UFC. Yeah, I do too. Now, moving on. Shamil... Uh, Gazmatov taking on, uh, is it Michelle or Mikel? Uh, Michael. Yeah, it's Michael, but in a different language. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael in a different language. That's what it is. All right, we're just going to, let's just call him Mike. Okay, Mike. Mike, Mike got a TKO finish. Yeah, Mike got a TKO finish <laughs> in the first round, but he broke, boy. He broke Shamil. Shamil was broken. Okay, Shamil that, got, his, got his first L, though. That was his first L. He was undefeated, so you can't you can't really say he's trash. But I'm not saying he's trash, but he got pressured. He could not deal with the pressure that Mike was giving him. Mike was pushing up against him, and this is this is what I'm that's talking. What he, about. That's what he's known for, though. He is a quick starter. I I, I didn't think about that because I picked the other dude. I was like, he's undefeated. This dude. guy's been choked out before by OSP. I thought it would at least he's at least that. last a round. It didn't last a round, which was crazy. Yeah. But this is this I mean, is he, he looked good. 
I mean, we're going to get into this after we go over this, this whole card. But these Russian fighters fight on a different level than normal people. It just, it, it's Dude, I had so apparent. That day. I, I was saying it on the stream because I literally had two different people hit me up the same day and I hit you up about it. I hit you up when the first one said something. But people are saying that they think it's, it's starting to become a thing people are talking about. That they think that Rush in a couple years or a year's time that Russian Russian fighters will be like dominant as fuck in the UFC and taking over. I agree, and we're going to talk about it after this card. I disagree, by the way, but that's okay. I, I'm going to um, give you my research and let you let you understand what they're talking and, about. And I will I will gladly let you do your research and gladly let you tell me, and then I will gladly fucking tell you why you're absolutely wrong. I can't wait. I can't wait. America! Oh, yeah! So, next fight, we already went over it. This was a horrible fight for a ref, but it was a good fight for the casual fan and even the hardcore fan to to know what was a good fight, what's a bad fight. It was DeSantos taking on Benoit uh, St. Denis. We already went over it at Nauseam a little bit. Uh, uh, St. Denis got his ass kicked pretty much from start to finish. He came back in the third a little bit, but what was done was done. He was on Dream Street. His corner should have stopped it, or the ref should have stopped it in a second. Well, we've already been through it. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So the guy was uh, Polish. Potato! But but the fact that he's from over that way in the European scene, Uh that's what made us think about it. I don't know if we were exactly referencing him being uh, Russian, but potato, potato, Polish, Russian... He's French. <laughs> we're t- no, we're talking about the uh, M- Michael guy. Oh, Olazuzaku or, or, or something like that. Yeah, he's Polish. I'm sorry, he was Polish. But he's still... But, may, but, but the fact that he's from on that side of the world, like European stuff, yeah. you know, that's what made us think about the Russian stuff. Yeah. Um, now, what, what about this next fight? I missed, the, I missed the next couple. Okay, so I missed, I missed these next two, but... But are you fucking kidding me? We both missed. These I two? missed these two. I'm sorry. I had other shit. So Albert, I missed them too. <laughs> Albert Duvernay taking on Roman uh, Kropolov. Uh, got the, got the quick. Got the decision. Yeah, Albert wins. He get decision. I'll be honest with you. I did not see the fight. I can't. I was so. All right. Moving on. Ricardo Zubir. Hamos taking on Zabir. Zabir won via decision. I did not see the fight. Sorry, and neither did Buddy. Okay. Move. Uh, did you see the Amanda Hebas fight? I did see Amanda Hebas fight. Now I, I did not. Now Amanda Hebas and and uh, Vieira, uh, what is it? Uh, Jandiroba? Is that how you say Jandiroba? Uh, I think it's pronounced Rob Schneider. Good point. Okay, okay, we all understand. <laughs> we all understand. Thanks for the correction. So Amanda Hebas came out like she was like she was in boxing camp, just boxing the shit out of Jandiroba, and. And for some reason, Jandy Robo was playing that game and losing badly. That's because it looked like going into this fight, she would probably be have the upper hand with the striking, I believe. No. She probably thought she would. I thought it would be the other way around where Jandy Robo would take her down and wrestle her because Jandy Robo has got a great grappling game and a great submission game. But that just wasn't the case here. And, and um, so... Amanda Hebas got taken down, but then reversed a lot of shit, stood back up, beat her at her own game, would get taken down, and then would originally walk, like, stand up and just 
outstrike her. So she comes away with the decision over Zanzarobi by I I want to say experience. It looked like experience, but they, these these ladies are both at the same level of experience. So I don't know what it was, and she did get dropped. You're right. You're right. She did get dropped in the first, but then she won the next two. JC Gamer, you you are co- uh, completely correct, but. But Amanda Hevas comes out on top on this one, and she she did it beautifully. She got back on trap after after that was um. She got back on trap. On track, excuse me, on track. Oh, shit, my boy Trap got a little action last night. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. As you can see, my cup is empty. I'm a little slurge. But um. All right. So what about my boy Magomedo Ivankolev? Like, it looked like he once he realized the finish wasn't coming, he just coasted and got safe with it. Ozdemir was coming for that head, for his head. He was, like you said, um, Petrovsky was looking for the finish. Ozdemir would would do a combo and look for the finish. Do a combo and look for the finish. But uh, Ankalev is too powerful. He is, he's on another level with the power in 205. Do you agree that he kind of coasted or no? I agree he coasted in a third. But the first and the second, he was looking to finish him. He was looking to finish him. He knew, was, he knew that he couldn't finish him by knocking him out, but he was cutting him up. I just like up. I was a little disappointed in his performance a little, you know? He dropped him in the first. I mean, dropped him. He dropped him in the second, cut him in the second. He was looking for the finish. Ankalev was a, definitely the better striker. Uh, Ozdemir was just trying to play his game and, and didn't succeed. And in the third round, Ankalev knew that he won two of those rounds, so he coasted. And yeah. uh, and Ankalev comes out decision victory. Now, now I, this... I just meant like my hype for Ankalev kind of is falling off because I feel like he's he's he he needs to get another good fucking you know barn burner going. He's playing it safe, but he needs a guy to push him. He's not risking it enough for me to 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 stay on that hype train, is what I'm saying. Yeah. No. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't drop him in a second, but he he did, he did cut him in a second pretty damn good with that left hook. That left hook are nasty from Uncle F. But uh, now go uh, ahead, Cosmat. I did not see this fight. So oh me, my god! So if you've seen a highlight, you've seen the whole fight. So uh, Cosmat Shamayev taking on Li Jingling, the leech. So Jingling, Jingling. <laughs> jingling, jingling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lee comes out and tries to punch him, and Hazmat immediately ducks under, changes level, scoops him in a, in a in a double leg, takes his back, picks him up, and walks him to Dana White as he's talking shit. Like Dana, look what I'm doing to your boy. Check this yeah. out. Here it comes. Slams him on the ground. Tries to take his back for another, mm, say, 40 seconds. Then yeah. gets his back, flattens him out, tries to choke him with the right side. Couldn't get the right side. Lead fought the choke. Switch sides to the left side. Gets the choke. And not only not only gets it, but puts him to sleep. Lee did not tap. He went out. But it was that fast. I will say it was that fast. And what happens afterwards is a little funny to me. 
Tell me. So, Shemaev gets on the interview with DC, and DC is like, "What do you have next?" And Shemaev's response is, "I kill everybody. I'm number one gangster, Allah Akbar. I kill everyone." Yeah, and I heard that he said he would kill Usman, which kind of makes it exciting, you know. It does make it exciting. So my question to you is, we'll get it over Steven, with. Steven, hold on. Let, let's address this because this is always a funny part for us. Okay. It's kind. It's almost like. It's chasmat. No, but it's almost like uh, a thing that we've been doing since we started this podcast. We gave up on trying to really pronounce a name. Oh yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we literally just give them nicknames. Like we know it's not Jingling. But that Lee Jingling is Jingling to us. It's Jingling, you know I mean? but is it? But sometimes it is what I say, um, I, I call him Hazmat. Yeah, like, like it's like it's a Hazmat suit. You know yeah. what I mean? I agree. I, I I know, and we all know who you're talking about. Everybody knows who it's, you're talking it's about. Like, it's like it's like somebody saying Habib and Khabib or whatever. Like, yeah. bro, I'll say it. Fucking, basically, we 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 almost is like it's a joke, but also we suck at it anyway. Yeah, so, so why? We're, we're just we're just embracing that we suck at pronouncing names, and sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's not. Yeah, we just called, we just talked talk about Russian fighters when it was a Polish fighter. Yep. <laughs> hey, hey, we don't go for accuracy, but we do get we do get it right though. So nah, you're good, you're good, Stephen. Okay. So while while we're on Chimaev, who is his next fight? Who do you want to see him fight next? Well, I just love that he keeps proving himself when he gets these. Uh, every time it's like a uh, a new guy, but I think that they should give Neil Magny the fight. He's probably gonna skip Neil Magny, but Neil Magny wants that fight bad, bro. I say give him it. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if Neil Magny has the experience that we all think he might have. You know what I mean? Right. So I'll give you three names, and I want you to tell me who's gonna get the fight. I love. Oh, hold on. Let me say this real quick before you go. Tony Montana's answer uh, in the chat said Jones. I'd fucking pay to see that. So I would bad. so it's pay street, to see that. Street fight, bro. No rules. No rules at all. Chamaya would destroy that motherfucker. I don't. You're out of your fucking mind, bro. He would fucking destroy him. He would kick him in the balls and fucking poke his eyes out. Chamaya is a fucking gangster monster. John Jones would kill you in real life. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. Without a fucking thought. He'd give you the ultimate titty twister, McTwister, you know? (laughs) He could probably do it one-handed, but it is what it is. Look, okay, I'm going to give you three names and tell me who gets the fight. Nick Diaz. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Okay. Nate Diaz, Michael Chiesa, Jack Hermanson. Who gets the Shemaya fight? Nate Diaz. There's no question. What if I say, what if I tell you all you're all completely wrong? So it's already been announced. It's already been announced. It's Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson gets the next crack at Chimaev. I would say that's arguably the most dangerous of the three. Really? And the the least name value. It's the least name value, I will agree, but I think Michael Chiesa is the most dangerous. Cause no, he, because because Jack Hermanson's striking is way better than fucking Michael Chiesa's. Yeah, but we both know it's not going to be a striking match with Jemayev. Yeah, but Hermanson has the fucking wrestling as well. I, or grappling, if you will. 
and, and tragic tragic's right tragic's right it's it's not an mma fight it's a wrestling match it's not an mma fight it's a wrestling match but that's the next fight suppose it fight whatever that's it that's Shamayev's next opponent is Jack Hermanson in a freestyle wrestling match. What does that mean? In uh, in UFC they're doing a wrestling match? I don't know where it's gonna be done. Tragic, do you know where it's what gonna be done? You had me thinking it was MMA, you fucking chode. Ah, uh, come on, man. I had to troll that's you like a saying, little bit. That's like saying, Oh yeah, Hermanson and he's got the next fight. He's fucking arm wrestling him. Who gives a fuck? I'm just saying. It's in Sweden, okay. Yeah, I don't give a, f- I don't give two fucks about that. that okay, means nothing. So you Dude, think you think he should get Diaz in a fight? Listen here, like that's like saying, I'll fight you, but in a boxing match, unless it's MMA, I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> you tried to fight me in a boxing match. Remember that? Didn't work out. If you too come, well. if you come to Florida, I'll fucking box you, and, and you we will, will lose. That shit. You will lose again. <laughs> I'll do it for the fucking clout. <laughs> you, you will lose for the clout. It's okay. That was that was how long ago? I don't know. How old were you? 15, 16? I was, I was 16. 16? Yeah, I was 20. <laughs> That's a long-ass time ago, man. This is like the Robbie Lawler, Nick Diaz uh, fucking fight. Yeah. Looks like, look, looks like the tide's eternal, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting healthy, no, no, no. and I'm getting. This is this is this is this is Tito Ortiz taking on Chuck Liddell on the last time. <laughs> you box right? me for a Klondike you, bar. <laughs> look, you old as shit, Ricky. Yeah, I'm old as shit, but I still. Hey, what's the saying? I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Yo, why are you quoting country songs? <laughs> that you know country songs, and, and you're sitting there telling me. It's, Hey, I'm happy. I'm happy that you know the song. I'm not as good as I was. <laughs> Dude, my dad loved that song, bro. Especially he had a he had a buddy named Dave, and he and he would always he loved that part to go. Dave, you remember when he's like yeah. asking his buddy to help him fight? Yeah, I love that fucking song. It's great. Fucking Toby Keith is awesome. Um, so next next we had uh, Alexander Volkov taking on Marcian Tabora. How did you did you see this fight? See this. I, you didn't I see this fight. I didn't, I didn't see some of the fights in the middle. Like I was just having uh, issues. Okay. I, I was phone. I was. I, it was early in the morning. I streamed late the night before. I woke up, saw the first couple fights, fell asleep, and then woke back up. Right. Actually, I didn't. I don't think I woke back up until the main event. Yeah, uh, Steve. To to answer Steve real quick, I know he wouldn't turn down Neil Magzi, Magny, but I think he would do better against uh, Michael Chiesa. Because Kiesa doesn't have a dancing partner right now, and he's higher ranked. I love how you had to correct your Magni mistake because you're talking to the stickler of the pronouncing. That's right. That's right. That's right. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think he would turn down Neil at all, bro. I think oh, that no. they were avoiding that fight, and and Neil wanted it. But it's I would think that Neil is is just as dangerous as all the rest of them, but. Has has he made a fit? Has has Chimayev had made official that he's going to stay at one seventy or he's going to keep bouncing? I think Tragic answered that earlier and said that I he's staying at one seventy. Oh shit! You guys were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. Steven said it too. Steven said it. Yeah, that's right. right. See. Hell yeah, Steve. Can we just but call yeah, him Stickler Steven from now on? Stickler Steven. 
It makes sense. He's Stickler Steven. Stickler Steven. <laughs> I, dude, I wish Gravy Back had made a, uh, a, you know, made a new rule or whatever. Not rule, but like, he was like, it would be cool if, the, if if Twitch would do this. You could change somebody's name just in your community. Oh, that would be so Because it would be great. cool if we could give everybody their own nickname. Yes. And give, you know, change Steven's name to st- uh, whatever it was. You say it again. Oh, Stickler Steven. <laughs> yeah. So, Kia- <laughs> so JC Gamer says <laughs> Kiesa is taking on Sean Brady. Oh, man. That, oh, that's- I fucking love that fight. You really do? I, I don't know. I think Chimaev would be a better fight, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. See how it goes. That's a big test for Sean Brady, and he might do. He might. He might do what? Well. I don't know, man. They both are good. <laughs> that's a. That's a. That's a very interesting fight. Yeah. To me, to me, that's on the same level as Bobby Green versus. Fucking it is. I, I agree. I agree with you there. I agree they're, with you. They're both good. They're both in kind of different parts of their careers. One. One went a little higher so far. Yeah. Um. But look. look. So, I don't think you can do it, JC. You can't. You can do it in Discord. Yeah, just not. I don't think you can do it on personal Twitches. Right. So Alexander Volkov, Tab- Marcian Tabora, Alexander Volkov just pretty much outstruck him, and his countering was just too much for Tabora. Tabora's more of a a pressure fighter and try to out uh, push you up against the cage and beat you up. He just wasn't having that with Volkov. Volkov is is too savvy and uh, out outmaneuvered him with his footwork and his countering. Volkov comes out uh, via decision on this one. It, it he was, was harder to control than he probably anticipated, like a lot of other people have said. Yeah, yeah. Volkov's a dangerous dude, man. Well, that's remember um, Blades was saying that he, he was having trouble keeping him down because his legs were so strong. Yeah, he's deceptively strong. Because you look at his frame and it's like, he's a skinny dude, but you realize he's like 6'5 or something. He's a big-ass dude. Just We're um, talking, just because people in the chat are talking Nate Diaz, I just want to keep bringing it up. Absolutely. I want, I want nothing more than Nate Diaz to just go and fight fucking Jake Paul. Oh my god! Please let that I happen. Just, I just want, I just want that circus show, bro. I love that shit. I, I just, you know, it's like Jake Paul is is just funny as hell to laugh at, and I, I just know it would be a spectacle. Yeah. Oh, Volkov is six seven. He's a huge motherfucker. I'm sorry, I didn't want to get it right. I thought I was gonna say six nine, but I knew I was off. So, but six, um, nine, your other your other favorite rapper. Next to Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 6'9", Takashi or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Straight snitching. Um, so the next fight was surprising. It, it really surprised me. Islam Makashev taking on Dan Hooker. Did you see this fight? Uh, no. That, I, I, I woke up at the Peter Yan versus Corey Sangin fight. That's exactly <sighs> when I woke up. Holy shit. Islam Makashev demolished Dan Hooker. Just demolished him. Took him down in the side control, stepped over him, got him in a Kimura, and damn near broke his arm. I mean, it was just in that that many steps. That fast. Dan Hooker could do nothing but just get beat. 
It was unbelievable. If you've seen Dan Hooker, or I'm sorry, if you haven't seen Dan Hooker fight and then seen this, you would think Dan Hooker was a scrub. And we know that he's, that couldn't be further from the truth. Islam Makashev is a fucking problem in the lightweight division. God help yeah, but, him when he goes against it, Charles Oliveira. But wouldn't you agree that Hooker doesn't really take too many negative points away from this because he was like kind of a like a semi last minute replacement? No, no, I, I, I would say he don't take. Yeah, I wouldn't take much away from him on that. I mean, obviously he's not. I mean, Makashev's shown that he's a way better fighter and he deserves to be at the top more than fucking Hooker does. A hundred percent on that one. But, but I still wouldn't take much away from. I wouldn't take much away from Hooker on that one. I don't think his stock goes down too much. I think it does. Just in the in the fashion that he got beat and how badly he got beat, it was something to question, like, what the fuck happened to Hooker? Like, I at least wanted, wanted them to, like, go back and forth for a round. It, it was... This was a... Uh, a thing of beauty to watch him take him down, put him in a Kamora, and just went to school on him. Like what this. Was, what, what, what was what was the worst L? Makashev or um, Chandler? Makashev, Makashev. Really, really. Because 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 you you would say because uh, he got caught or I would say because Chandler caught him. Makashev dismantled him. He took him down and overtook him physically, mentally, and, and took his arm. So I would say Chandler caught him with his speed, but Makashev broke him. Like Yeah, but so so for me, I actually feel the opposite because I feel like if I'm just if I'm just thinking about which L is worse for his like uh his his image or whatever. Yeah. I mean Dan Hooker's known as the kickboxer, you know, like he's a kickboxer and everything. Yeah. And uh, he got knocked the fuck out by Chandler. And yeah, then, but if you watch whatever, that fight, not knocked the fuck out, but kind of whatever. And then, and then he got out grappled by a fucking lifelong grappler. I feel like that doesn't you don't take that much away from him because he's a he's a, like mostly a kickboxer base. Yeah, but if you look at if you look at both fights as a casual, not a hardcore fan, and you don't know any of the fighters. You could be like, oh, that guy got caught. And then you look at the Islam fight and you're like, that guy got whooped. There's a big difference of just getting caught by a good right hand and then getting taken down and systematically destroyed. It it looked like it had remnants of Gaethje Khabib. That's how well well Islam wrestled. I chalked this up like... Somebody getting fucking rear naked choked by Damian Maya. You know what I mean? It's like y- you gotta expect that. Yeah, I could I could see that. It's like it's like he Makash, I know Makashev is, is very well rounded, but it's like he's a specialty and it's like he, he basically did he, he he obviously used his exactly what he needed to against fucking Hooker's biggest weakness. And that was a perfect plan, perfect strategy. But like I said, that's like Damian Maya catching somebody with a choke. I mean, it's not like he uh, just fucking out kickboxed him or something. Like, you know what I mean? It ain't like he fucking. I don't know. I, I'm just saying that it's 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 not like he got beat at his own fucking game. I okay. I can see where you say that, but I want you to go back and watch it, 
And you Cheers, tell me. Everybody. And you tell me. But um, next next fight was probably my favorite fight of the whole evening. It's uh, Piotr Jan taking on Corey Sanhagen. And if you like a technical battle, if you like a brawl, if you like a striking match, this was the fight to fucking watch. Holy shit. Yeah. From Bro. start to finish. So remember I was telling you, I, I, so I fell asleep and I was watch. I woke up, watched the first couple fights in the bedroom, fell asleep, woke up, came in this, came to the office and me and fucking uh, backlog was watching the fights on the big screen in the office and we was screaming watching this fight. We was fucking going off, dude. We was I love that fight. San Hagen did way better than I anticipated. Uh he looked great. Uh Jan was it, it played out like I thought it would, honestly. I mean, I I, I don't know if you remember, but I said San Hagen's awesome. He's a rangy fighter. He's really good at like just doing those like uh quick fucking flying knees and shit, you know? I said and then I said, but Jan's just more solid and I think that he's just going to fucking win the fight with the decision. I mean, I was surprised that he was able to eat and eat those fucking knees the way he did, though. Oh. I mean, he's got a motherfucking chin on him. Ooh, does he ever. Good Lord, dude. Jan, like they were saying, he took the first round off. Corey Sanhagen was was on top, um, came out on top on the first round. He he outstruck him. Could Switching the... The stance switching from Corey Sanhagen in this fight is way better than Israel Adesanya. Like, it's that good. It's it's on that level. Every combo, he's switching stances. Well, see, and the thing is, is like it, was, it wasn't even always a switch. It wasn't even always like a switch of stance. Sometimes it was like he would stop and do like a stutter in between stance while he, and he would throw. Yeah, he would, he... It was just like stop and square up, you know what I mean? Yes. Like instead of having like a left, you know, left is front and back and raise back, sometimes he'd like hop and just be like completely squ- like square and start throwing. And it would it was make... really interesting and weird, like the footwork and, and, and the way he fights. I like yes. it. I like the way Sanagan fights. It makes you think. And, it, and, and the cool thing that you don't normally see in fighters is it makes... The audience think like, "What is? What's he doing? What's he doing next?" His footwork is so um, random. It, it's yeah, but almost what the fuck random. Did Jan do? Jan just said, "Fuck it," and stayed in his face, and just and he was aiming better with the shot, landing better with the shots. Everything, bro. The body kick and the counter when he would switch the southpaw was what Jan focused on. Every time he would switch yeah. the southpaw, he kick him in the ribs. And he hit him with that right hand every time. No, and, and and after he hit him in the ribs, though, if you didn't notice, so when when the body kick would land to fucking Sanhagen, Sanhagen would always come back with a couple of body shots of his own, but would it, you know he would throw a few body like hooks or whatever they were. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the thing got me was that Sanhagen would would do all these stance switches. And would fight him, and then he would defend him, and still do the stance switches, which was really weird to me. Like, I can understand you stance switching when you're attacking your opponent, and you're sitting there, and you're trying to make your opponent think, oh, I'm going this way when I'm really going this way. And then yeah. when when your opponent comes at you, normally you get into your most comfortable stance and block your shots. But Corey was stance switching as he's moving backwards, 
trying to counter Jan, which was really different than any other fighter I've ever seen. Well, see, and, and the thing is, is like for me, like I, it feels like Corey's defense is a little different because it's like he's not even trying to get hit in this block. He's trying to avoid the strike. You yeah, know what I mean, I think that's 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 one factor. Yeah, it's not like he's sitting there just trying to like fucking gaiety that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know I mean? So it's like that's that's what that's what makes Saint Hagen so good. I think is because he doesn't even get hit. Like when he he tries to not even get hit at all. He's not he's not trying to fucking bite on his fucking mouth guard and just say fucking hit me. Yeah, and he tried only that he, only only when he needs to. Only when he needs to. I agree. I agree. But man, they they fought from bell from round one to round five in the same pace and the same speed nonstop for 25 minutes and some change because when the when the end of the fight came they were still fighting each other like a, a good five seconds after the bell yeah it was awesome and... sorry what i said it was awesome it was an awesome fight oh hell yeah and 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 Steven's making a point, and and some and uh, J Poppy in the chat they talking about the reach, and and that's the thing. Like he he did use his reach very well, very well. Um, the size difference just looked significant. It was it did, he does look a lot bigger, and he did use his his he was rangy, and that's that's what he does. I mean he he's a rangy motherfucker. Yes, he is. Yeah. You know? Yes, he is. Um, moving on to the most inspirational fight, I think. Of the night, Jan Blahovich taking on Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira, forty-two years old, coming to chase his dream down and get it finally after all these years. Beats Jan Blahovich, second round submission, makes it look pretty easy. I don't know how you felt, but it felt like Glover out wrestled him almost immediately and had a game plan and. Kept it to a T. Look, uh, one thing Backlow called right away when he saw it. When he saw it, he said, "He's fucking him up." He was Glover went right out there and got right in his face. And I want to just give uh, Stickler Steve a little shout out by saying Jan Blackowitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's probably fucking making him cringe. Just me saying some fucked up shit like that. Anyway, um, my boy. And literally, I, and the thing is, is like I kind I on the podcast episode. Yeah. I said I, I said I wanted a submission from Glover, but I thought he was gonna get the TKO victory because I said he's gonna use his toughness. Glover's not gonna get right in his face and not worry about the fucking knockout. He's just gonna get. I said that's one of his best attributes. And the next day on my stream, I'm talking to people and I said, you know what? I do think fucking Glover's gonna get the submission. And on the fight pick championship and on topology, I picked the submission in the third round. I was off by a round, but the fight went exactly like I like I had said. I fucking predicted that shit, you motherfucker. Man, so he, I, he, thought I, Jan, I thought Jan. I thought Jan was gonna come out with more strikes. I yeah. JC saying Jan looked off. I had other people like in the gym that I you know, they were talking to me, telling me Jan didn't look himself. That's because he got just because Glover had zero fear, got in his face. That first jab that he, or whatever it was, the first strike he landed fucking might have set Jan off, but still, that I mean, oh, and has Beulah fucked up Jan. He caught, no, I'm playing. 
the little the little dude that was oh. fucking everybody up. Oh, Hasbalah was he was hitting everybody. You see him punch DC? That shit dude, was funny. I still don't know how you're supposed to say his name, but I remember I called him something completely different last week. Everybody's like, "Who the fuck?" Hasbalah. Hasbalah. Hasabel or something. Hasabel. Hasbalah. So. No. But look, Glover Teixeira finally gets his championship. And like we said, this was Jan's he, he, first he, test. This was Jan's was, first test, dude. Oh, was it, wasn't that an early test? Like, what did you say that's an early test for a championship fight, bro? Yeah. As soon as I, that... I'm not... Okay, whatever. They can say what they want to say. Like, some people say they shouldn't tap championship fight, just go out. But let's just even say that we, we agree that you should tap if you're fucking... If, it's, if you're not getting out. Yeah. He was hovering before the fucking shit even got it all the way on. And, yeah. you know, Backlog suspected that fucking Jan got paid off to take the L, but I don't know. He knew as soon as he went flat, as soon as he went belly down, he knew he was beat. He knew he wasn't getting out, and he knew he was getting choked. And then as soon as Glover had the choking position, he was ready to tap. And to me, I think it was a little premature that he tapped so quickly. Yeah. He was hovering before the choke got fucking fully synced in. I'm telling you. I, I remember I, watching I see that. It. I agree. I agree with you. He was ready to tap. He's like, yeah. He was he was pulling a Hulk Hogan. I was waiting for him to charge up. Like, <laughs> they all start clapping. Like, yeah, get him, Jan, get him. Fucking just start to give him that, you know, the fucking elbow, getting out of the chokehold. <laughs> Oh, God, uh, dude. Imagine. Yana running wild on you. Right? <laughs> oh, man. It would be, that would have been awesome. But, look. Like we said, this was Jan's first Steve. real test at 205. And he didn't I pass. Shit. He didn't pass. So. Steven is dead on, though. Because, I, like I said, I, got, I learned how to say that from a Polish dude. Oh, right? Yeah. And he's dead on what, he, what he's saying. Blahovovich. <laughs> the L is silent, but we can, sometimes we pronounce it anyway. Yeah. Because that, that's what that's the one thing that my, you remember, Pacho. Oh yeah. Pacho kept telling me you got to blah 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 because I kept saying blah. <laughs> Blahovovich, whatever. But that was UFC two sixty seven. It was awesome. Lived up to all, exceeded my expectations. Exceeded for sure, me too. You know me. I was still saying, "Fuck that card. It's too early." Yeah. So and and like I said, and, and I said this in the Discord because I was all I was fucking hyped, dude. And I said <laughs> it was awesome for Glover. I love that he fucking won the championship. Jones would still fucking beat their ass, both their asses <laughs> on the same fucking day. I Hope agree. I, I I hate Jones, I mean, and I agree. All, here, everybody's like, remember Cheney back in the day. Shout out to old school Lat B at Fight Guys. They don't do it anymore, but shout out to those guys. They're awesome. Um, she she was the first person I heard saying it, but I heard a lot of people saying it. Jones left the light heavyweight division to avoid John Blahovich. But guess what? Jan was not the fucking money fight. Jan was an easy win. What's the point of Jones staying in the division when he done fucking wiped it out? Yeah. I think that these, like, and I'm not, I, whatever. I think they're both great fighters. They both can say at one point in their life they were the top light heavyweight in the world. But I still don't think they hold a candle to Jones. I gotta agree with you. As shitty as it sounds, I agree with you. God, it sucks. 
God, that sucks. All right, moving on. I want to get right into this Russian wave. Okay, I want you to prove me Hold wrong. On, before we get into some big thing, okay, uh, we had JC Gamer in the waiting room. Let's give him. Let's give him an. Oh shit! Okay. Especially because out of respect for the fact that he is in the first place, tied up with J Bone for the Fight Kid <sighs> Championship. He's been doing fucking great. Fuck yeah. I am acting like John's a bum because honestly, uh, he's only ever really had great wins against former middleweights. I've been saying this. I don't We've think been Jan's saying this, good. yes. I, I've never been a Jan Blachowicz fan. Santos uh, knocked him clean the fuck out. I will say he's a very solid fighter. I'll say that. He's a solid-ass fighter. Yeah. But definitely wouldn't be on my top ten ever. 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 All right, Jace, without further ado, we got JC Gamer here. If anybody else wants to put in their two cents or something, uh, if, if you say some foul shit, you'll get banned, obviously. Is what it yeah. is. But well, here we, we go. JC Gamer, number one in the whole Fight Pick Championship, tied for first. What's up, JC? How you doing, bro? Yo, what's up? Uh, Right-click on his aim and put it to 200 volume. 200, all right, let's see. Well, no, I do that with everybody. I don't. I, there we I go. Got, I got Ricky on two hundred. <laughs> there we go. JC, what's up, man? Now we can hear you. Yeah, what's up? All right. So cool. you, so you love this this fight pick championship that you are thoroughly <laughs> whipping our ass in. He just, he just loves being right. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do have a lot of fun uh, researching and picking the fights every week. Try to speak more in the mic so they can hear you a little better. Sorry. Yeah, I do uh, enjoy every weekend like uh, picking the fights and researching them on. It's a lot more. It's a lot more fun than just watching them like on their own. Oh yeah, it definitely like, gives us something to, aside, to something extra. look forward to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I actually didn't expect to do so good. I just wanted to start it because I knew that I was like I was decent at picking the fights. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody expects to come in and just dominate, except for me and Buddy, but <laughs> but you can see where that got us. Confidence gets us down to the bottom. Guys with a little bit of humbleness comes in and uh, definitely uh, tears us up right now. I mean, you, JC Gamer, is just, I mean, he's on top. I. The thing is, it's like, I, I like to pick with my fucking heart sometimes. Yeah. You know, JC... JC, do you do you ever just say, "I want this person to win like this, so I'm gonna pick that"? Oh, I usually just pick who I actually think's gonna win, like who I 100 yeah, percent like is the better fighter and will win. I sa I sacrificed my fucking typology points, uh, and my fight pick championship points just just for the fact that Hooker could have won, and I wanted him to win more, so I picked him. I. I, I go back and forth, man, because sometimes when I try to go just off my brain, the heart, I mean, and, and I don't go off my heart picks, the fucking guys will do what I wanted them to do. So it's like I'd rather be right when when it's something I wanted. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. But I, I think it's cool that you can put that out of the out of your picking factor. But sometimes I, I like, I don't know, while I'm, like, watching the fights, like, sometimes I'm, like, rooting for like the guy who I didn't pick and then I'm like why why am I rooting for that guy but then I'm, 
I don't know who to root for at that point. Because <laughs> I just root for the person I want to win. Not even think about the fact that I picked the other person. So is it all numbers to you, or do you have do you have a certain type of fighter that that uh you have to root for? Uh, no, I was just like uh, I meant like I I don't know. Sometimes I just don't know who to root for, like the person I picked or the person I want to win. Oh, okay. And JC Gamer is somebody from my stream community. We play UFC together sometimes, and. Uh, he's got a character on my fucking um, my new league, the AI versus AI league. It's pretty, it's really fun. Um, so give us your, your pick. Who's your top three fighters, by the way? Give us that too. Top three fighters, like yeah, so people can kind of get to know you a little bit here. Uh, well, first of all, one of my favorites is uh, Justin Gaethje. Gaethje, okay. Um. Oh, this is a hard question. Oh, oh come I'd on. Say, uh, Raphael Faziz. Faziz, yeah. Yeah, definitely not on my favorites. That Matrix lean back is on point. Who? Raphael Faziz. Uh, oh, yeah. I love watching him fight. I'm not a huge fan of his, but I like his style. Who's your third? Uh, uh that's... I could only really think of Gaethje or uh, Faziz, oh. but I, I'll think of another one. All right, all right. So, real quick, who you got, Usman or Colby? Uh, I definitely got Usman. Oh, come on. Come he's on. Gonna, he's going to knock him out earlier than he did last time, in my opinion. Like, second round. Oh, get this guy off the – get this guy out of here. Can't have him in here. No, I, I can dig that. Now, what about <laughs> – let's ask him about Bobby Green. And, and Ally Quinta, who who you got? I think Bobby Green is gonna win a decision because no, both of them don't really get knockouts that often. Like yeah. they're not really not. Last time Ally Quinta knocked somebody out was Diego Sanchez four years ago. Was you in the poll? Uh, what? Was you in oh, the I, poll when I asked people about that? You might not have been in that stream. I I, I remember it, but I think I was like doing something. Oh, I was going to say, you might have been the one person that picked fucking Bobby Green. <laughs> really? Nobody else picked Bobby Green? There was one person that picked Bobby Green, bro. Uh, really? One? Holy shit. I see Bobby Green, like, be the better, like, the better fighter overall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, any last words, JC, before we move on? Uh, no, not really. Uh, you got anything to plug, maybe? Guys. Maybe, what do you, you got any content you're coming out with? No. Not really. <laughs> All right, well, go by the MMA Marks uh, uh, stream and watch JC Gamer's character do well in the simulated fights. He's the biggest jobber in there, though. Yeah, go follow Marks. <laughs> Hell yeah, JC. Well, nice talking to you, and I hope you win the belt. If it ain't going to be me, I hope it's somebody I like. All right, JC. All right, thank you. See you, guys. Have a good one. All right. And, yeah, JC, I mean, not JC, um, Ricky, you said it's somebody you like. Is there anybody in the fucking Fight Pick Championship that you do not like? Oh, um, Jimmy T, without a doubt. Oh, wow. Wow. It's, it's Jimmy T, without a doubt. As long as I beat you and Jimmy T, I'm happy. I'm happy. As long as I beat you two, I'm happy as can be. And I will do that. 
Even though I missed some weeks, I will do that. See, now I always said it, and I always <laughs> felt this way. I always say, if I can't win, I want Ricky to win. You are a lying piece of shit. There's no I doubt wanna, in my mind. I, I want you to do bad because I want to beat you. <laughs> but if I look, if I'm not the winner, I'd rather you be the winner. Uh huh. Sure. Okay, you don't have to blame me. I've said it before, and I say it again all the time. I don't blame you. I just know you're lying. All right, what about these Russian fighters? We, we've been everybody's been asking. Okay. Um, so there is a Russian wave happening in the UFC, and you cannot deny it any longer. The rankings show it, and, and I give it, I give it maybe 18 months, and we'll be seeing a lot more Russian champions right in here. Why does everybody think there's this big ass Russian wave, bro? Okay. Let me run down for you something real quick. Let's, run it down. Let's start. Let's start at 125. Okay. We got Askar Azaroth. Okay. He's the number two at one at, at flyweight. Okay. That's just one Russian. Okay. Then we have 135, right? We got the champ right now. 135 is Russian. Peter Young. Okay. I know he's not the real champ or whatever. I think he's the real champ. Al Jermaine can go, can go kick rocks. Okay. Then we have 145. It's the beat. Mahasharapov. When he comes back, he will be in those rankings. He's not ranked yet because of inactivity. But when he comes back, the beat's going to be on top. Okay, 155. Islam Makashev. He's ranked number seven right now. Just demolished Dan Hooker. He's going to be in the top five in the next week. There's just no doubt in my mind he's going to be in there. And he's going to take on the championship sooner or later. And he's going to yeah. win. He's going to win. Okay. I don't, I, no, 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 no. He's going to win. He's not going to. He might get the gold eventually, but he ain't going to beat the current champ. Okay. So, okay, then we have 155 now. And I got, and I got Dustin Poirier over my chef for sure. No fucking way. He ain't, got the, he ain't got the wrestling. He ain't got the fucking wrestling. Khabib choked him out quicker than shit. Islam's going to double penetrate, bro. Islam's going to fucking and penis. kill him. Islam will kill him. Next, okay, uh, welterweight, 170. We got Muslim Salakov, or also better known as the King of Kung Fu. Okay, granted, he's only ranked 15th, but he's he destroying, he's destroying he people. He's on a three-fight win streak and still coming. Okay, just demolished fucking Trinaldo. Then, we got, after that, we got uh, 205, okay? Or, no, I should say Chemaev. Granted, he's he's fighting out of Switzerland, but he is a middle, he's, he's from uh, Chesnia, Russia, okay? So he's a Russian fighter by blood. And yeah, we I mean, all know, we all know Chemaev is... Is you, you taking think over. That all of these guys are going to become champion within a year. No, I didn't say all of them. I just said this is the Russian wave. Okay, not I, all. I of, don't know, man. I will say, not, I will I'm say, Askarov. I will say, uh, Askar Askarov will be a champion in the flyweight division. Islam Makashev, a hundred percent, will be champion. Um, Peter Yan is already a champion. Um, I think Brandon Moreno, Moreno, Ray Romano. I think he'll stay champ for a few a little while. I don't. I don't see him. I see him staying champ for maybe a year or two, and then he he'll slack off and lose to Askarov. But um, Zabit 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 will be champ in one forty five in one way or another. 
Uh, There's my boy Granby back in the chat. What's up, Granby? Okay. So the Granby, other Granby backs a dark horse in the fucking fight pick championship. He's right up there with it. God, man, crazy. Please get a full card again so we can so we can show people it's possible. Um, I know, right? In one seventy, yeah. in one seventy, we got the king of kung fu, and then in two hundred five. There's way more than just that, but I, I just don't think that they're gonna take over the fucking championships. I don't see it happening. That's, that's what the four people, like, right a lot of people are saying that they're gonna fucking literally take over all the championship spots. I don't see it happening. I think that there's a couple of really good Russian guys out there, but I do not think that they're gonna be the fucking reign supreme fucking champs. And Magomed Ankalev, we just seen him fight last weekend, and he's number seven right now. He's number seven. Give him two more fights, two more damn good fights, and he's going to be right challenging Glover Teixeira for the belt. I'm, I'm not saying he might not win, but he's damn sure going to. Where's Yuri from? Where, where, what's, what part of the Yuri, is he from? Yuri, uh, uh where is, is he? Is he from? Polish? I think he P- is Polish. Petroski or something? Like, or I don't know. Petroska or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then who, um where, oh, dude, where's that guy from that's, uh, he's he's one of my new favorite heavyweights, the guy, King Kong. Dude, yes. Fucking, uh, where's he from? Shamil Ab- uh, Abadamka no. Amadov. I'm talking about the heavyweight, bro. The fucking, he is a heavyweight. Uh, he's number eight heavyweight. He is not Shamil, bro. I'll, I'll think of it. It's definitely not no fucking Shamil. Okay, well, he's from Russia. He's number eight. The guy got kicked by the fucking, um, and they, they did a technical decision. Against the uh, Spain, the guy from Spain. Oh, um, is it Ike? Fuck no. What's his name? This guy's way better than Ike, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm that's why I was asking. All right, I don't know. I forget his name, but he slams his coach every time he wins. His coach slams him. <laughs> uh, Yuri, oh, yeah. Yuri will Yuri. probably beat Teixeira. I think. I think. Out of everybody I've ever seen fight that's around John Jones's weight class, I think I think Yuri would give him the hardest time. Yeah. When against Jones. Yeah. What's that guy's name? The King Kong guy. Where's he? Where? What's his name? Where's he from? I forgot his name. I'm drawing a fucking blank. Me too, bro. Me too. Where? Where's uh tragic? Cause tragic's always got the. the oh, he facts. had to go to bed, but he did mention that Chimaev uh, got t- in. The, he's tenth in one seventy now. No, I, don't know if we talk, I think he should be higher, history, but, but it is what it is. Romanov. Alexander Romanov. Yes, okay. Where's that motherfucker from, bro? He ain't from Russia. Romanov. Where's he from? Roman. He's probably from Rome. You <laughs> 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 just take a shot in the dark. Oh, man. Sounds like something from, like, Transylvania. Or where... I'll- Oh, is he from Prague? One Russian, I'll definitely get behind. Is he from Prague? I thought he was the same uh, same country. What the the fuck is Moldova? Moldova? I never, I don't even know that country. I almost said state. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where where that is. Where in the fucking world is Moldova? All I know is he's like a big looking white dude, and he just fucking destroys, bro. Yeah. Looking better and better. I, I, he's one guy I get. I like a lot of the new heavyweights, bro. A lot of the new heavyweights are fucking awesome. Okay, so. Back to the Russian thing. I mean, there's a top 10 fighter from Russia in damn near every weight class. How can you not deny that there's a Russian wave going through when at least four of them are ma- major title contenders? Now, 
uh, Stephen wanted to give you one more point because you talked about Oscar would win. He said that they already fought and Moreno uh, got went to draw with him. So yeah, so I'm saying once Moreno falls into that trap of being champion and slacks off that little bit, Askaroth is going to beat him because he's more hungry at that point. And I think that's how that's how Askarov gets the title. He beats I Moreno. Know, because, I mean, we've seen Moreno, after he got the title, he only improved. He only improved, but he's only had one title defense. So, if he beats Figgy... If he beats Figgy one more way, time... You're putting way too much fucking... Uh, Faith in fucking Askar Askarov. Oh come on, man! Is. The flyweight. So, there's like two people in the UFC that have like a, a name just like that. I think the other guy's like a maybe a 145 or something. Yeah, yeah, I, re- I remember his name. I, what the hell was it? It's like Askar Askar or something like yeah. that. Yeah. One one has like an olive in the name. The other one doesn't. Yeah, but I mean, you can't deny that the Russian wave is here in the UFC, man. These no, Dagestani guys. You can't guys. deny that. That's not what I'm saying. What are you I'm saying? saying uh, uh, the big, what the big wave everybody's saying is, is that within a year or two, it's possible, which is possible, but they're thinking that it's a big probability that there's going to be all Russian champs. I say fucking no. Not I'm, all. I'm not, not all. I'm not on that. Not all, but I will say Islam, Zabit, Atskara, and Chemaev are all going to be champs. All of them will be champ. It's you some... got Shemayev beating fucking Colby and Usman, bro? Not at the moment. Not at the moment. But when when Shemayev gets truly tested in that ring. Somebody come get their man. If Once Shemayev truly gets tested and goes and gets better and hits that very next level, Shemayev is going to be one hell of a fucking fighter. Well, I will clearly state that I am not on the Russian hype train yet. I like a lot of the Russian guys. I don't think they're as good as a lot of other people do. Dude, they are on a different breed. They love getting punched in the face and will keep walking forward. And strategically, they have a very, very, very good strategy most of the time. Yes. But but that's not that's not unbeatable. No one's unbeatable. And I don't think that the Russian guys have every answer, bro. They're not Frankie Yeager. They answer. Who probably is going to get fucked up over the weekend. Yeah. Is there, is there any more news or uh, shit to go over before we start talking about these fights? No, nothing that I can think of right off the bat other than Chemayev fucking calling out Nate Diaz. Um, That's probably the fight they'll do. I wish they would do Kiesa. I think Kiesa is a better fight because if you, if you go for Diaz, Diaz is a name, but you're not getting any, you're not getting a title shot out of it. Yeah, but think of this. It, it'll be his last fight on his career, Nate Diaz. And if yeah. he takes that L, you just let him go off and do some other shit. Or, or if he takes that L, you don't have to fucking offer him that much. Yeah, but you I thought they, I, mean? I thought for sure they were going to do a Connor trilogy for his last fight. I thought for sure that that was going to happen. But hey, maybe think, I'm wrong. I think everybody, everybody's leaning towards Connor versus Tony. Yeah, but if that's if Connor comes back. Hmm. I mean, I think he'll come back. Why not? Um, dude looked like he put on 20 pounds of muscle from 170. He looked like he walking around like 90, 190 cut up. It, it, he, he definitely put on a lot of muscle. So he's right. going gonna to have to cut a lot of weight to get back down to his fighting weight. 
He can start. He can just start fighting at 170. I mean, a lot of those guys will take it. He, he'll he'll be able to cut weight to make 170 still probably. He probably didn't put on that much goddamn. Muscle. And he will lose. He will lose bad. If he was losing at 150. Not if he takes fights like fucking Nate Diaz, fucking Dustin Poirier. I mean, he might lose those guys, but not as bad as if it was the big, you know, these bigger 170 guys. He's losing. He's just, he's just losing. He's not he's as. Such a, Ricky's such a hater that he doesn't see the possibilities out there. Okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll concede that there's a possibility he could win. But. <laughs> Highly no, unlikely. Or, or just not lose horribly. You're just like, he'll lose horribly. Like, there's guys out there that he could fucking do well against in 170 for sure. Who? Fucking plenty, dude. Name and, three. And, and Name more three. Than, and, and more than likely, he would take a 155er and fight him at 170. Yeah, that... That's what he would do exceptional against at 170. I think Masvidal beats him. Easily. Like, I, think, I, I think that fucking Connor sparks fucking right away... And knocks out Masvidal. I don't How see that. that. I don't see it happening. Don't see it happening. I, I think that they both would go fucking ham. <laughs> and I think that the accuracy will come into play. And he would knock motherfucking Masvidal right out, bro. Yeah, when, when Connor puts on weight, he gets a hell of a lot slower. We've seen that. We've seen okay. it. Okay. And we've seen how Masvidal looks at 170. Not that good. <laughs> Hater alert, right? Grampy back. Whatever, right, man. But he, he, he fucked up the spaces. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'm a hater. He fucked up the spacing I'm twice. A hater. <laughs> I'm a hater. It is what it is. Let's Connor get it. Isn't that good anymore? Now, He's not. I don't. I don't. I do uh, disagree, guys. I think that Dustin Poirier is a very, very tough opponent for most people. And he did well. I mean, Connor's still good. I mean, he looked good against fucking Dustin Poirier until he got fucked up. He didn't look that bad. Like, people were saying how bad of a fucking beatdown it was. I mean, a bunch of dick-nosed bitches out there fucking hating on fucking Connor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Only got slept by Usman. Yeah, well, I think that uh, between the two, I literally would bet. Say, say you know how they have, like, in, in basketball, dunking contests, and three point contest to see who the better whatever. If we if if we had a fucking knockout ability contest, not if just line up motherfuckers to get knocked out, I bet you Connor would knock out more motherfuckers. That's why you're saying that he got knocked out by Usman. It only helps my fucking uh, my little. I think that fucking Connor could knock out uh, Masvidal. Yeah, but anytime Connor's went up in weight, he is lost. One time he went up on weight because it was uh, a last-minute replacement and Nate Diaz couldn't make 155. The only so 155-er Connor has beaten is Eddie Alvarez. No, he's beaten fucking Nate Diaz, dickhead. He didn't beat Nate Diaz. He has a W on his record for Nate Diaz. Okay, I don't, I don't see it. He didn't beat he didn't beat him in that fight. He really did. Seriously, somebody do something with this guy, Ricky. Go watch the fight. Go watch the fight. He didn't beat him. He didn't I beat him. I watched that fight since the night we watched it in Buffalo Wild Wings fucking years ago. He didn't beat him and, and the I was fight. Drunk then. And like JC said, the fight was at 170. 
No, he said Connor went up to fucking. Uh, oh, hold on, what? Nate Diaz was at 170. Yeah, I did say that. And I, I did said, say that. I said Connor's they, only beaten they, anybody at 155. It oh, has Nate been, Diaz is a 155er. No matter if they fought at 170 or not, Nate Diaz is a 155er. Let's not get that wrong. Okay. <laughs> what fight was it sanctioned at, particular. though? What fight was it sanctioned at? What weight was it? What weight was it sanctioned at? It was a sanctioned at 170. You just sound more and more like a motherfucking JC hater every day. <laughs> Look at that. I missed both. I just fucking both of you over. Oh, whatever, man. Let's get into this great ass card that's about to happen on Saturday. UFC 268, Usman versus Covington, number two. We got another title in contention. Rose Namajunas taking on Wally Sang. And we got Justin Gaethje taking on Michael Chandler, Shane Burgos, it's Billy Quarantino. It's a bunch of low-key fucking bangers, bro. They wow. I mean, this is this is going to be great all the way down to the bottom. Let's start it off. I want to get your take on them. CJ Vergata taking on Ode Osborne. That's how we start this off, right at flyweight. Okay, so how you got it going on? What's going look, on, man? So there's two things. How much time do you have before I... I have as much time as we need. Let's go. Okay, well, I would su- suggest that because I don't know shit about CJ, but I heard that he had he's pretty impressive, and he's taking this fight on short notice. But um, but we know Ode Ode Osborne's got a very interesting style of fight. Um, he he's done you know one one some lost some in the UFC. Yeah. Uh, this this new guy's coming in with hype. I don't I haven't seen it, but he's coming from Contender Series from a, a month like two months ago, basically. Did, did you want to try to pull up a video of this guy, CJ, and see his last his contender series win? Uh, we can. If you send me a link, I'll pull it up. I'll I'll t- I'll find it if you want to talk about those guys a little sure. bit or something. Sure. So uh, as we know, Ode Osborne is coming in with a with a particular style. Um, I I got Ode on this one. I don't care what this guy's done. He's coming in. He's going to be wide eyed and bushy tailed. He's not going to know what hit him. The bright lights are going to take over. And O'Day is just going to come out. Decision victory. He's going to take this guy in a deep water. He's not going to know what to do. I got O'Day whipping his ass um, via decision. But I do want to check out what this guy has because I haven't seen him. I haven't seen Contender Series at all. I'm sending it now. One second, brother. Brother. Sister. Bro, are you a brother or are you a sister? Well, Name that movie. I have no idea. He said if Connor can't knock out Nate, he won't knock out George. Uh, or Jorge, whatever you want to say. I honestly believe that Nate has a better chin than fucking Jorge. I honestly wholeheartedly believe that. It, uh, Diaz's chin has definitely been more tested. And, and the thing is, is Diaz, Nate Diaz has more scar tissue and gets cut up and gets finished Dr. Stoppage a few times. But I think chin-wise, I would say I'd definitely give it to Nate. I mean, how many times has Nate been knocked out? I mean, we all know he got knocked the fuck out by uh, Josh Thompson or whatever it was, or, like, early on. Yeah. All right, let's so go. Are you pulling this up? Let's yeah, pull I'm pulling up. this up. Let's see what we got here. So let, this might change. This might sway our decision. We both already picked O'Day. I mean, that's interesting. All right, so let's see. Let's see how this goes. He wants to get forward. He wants to go, and he's oh, oh my God, good right there. It takes the neck. Good pressure. 
Nice underhooks. Kneeing the fuck out of him, bro. Kneeing him, but the guy is trying just to keep the position. Oh, nice knee to the liver. That was fast. He was tapping, bro. He was tapping on the ground. That was fast. Good shit. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Yeah, that was good for an amateur fight, but that's not amateur. It's Dana White Contender Series. That's pro fights. As amateur. <laughs> As amateur. It's not. It's it's potential UFC caliber fighters. That's what it is. You call it amateur or not. I heard that the, the, uh, Dana White Contender Series tonight had some good knockouts. Matt was saying it. Wolfman. Yeah. Had a spinning wheel kick fucking knockout in Dana Ooh, White Contender Series fuck today. Yeah. Don't right? see them too often. Um. um so, so you that, got O'Day too? To no, it wasn't. No, no. Yeah, I'm. I'm still going with O'Day as well. How you How got, you got O'Day winning? Uh, decision. Okay, I'll tell you. Motherfucker, we're out of sync. What are you saying? <laughs> Say a decision. Who are you saying? O'Day first round knockout. Let's go. Fuck yeah. I think that they're both gonna come out fucking wild, and I think this is gonna be like who catches who. All right. Well, the next couple, I have no idea who they are, so you're going to have to walk me through them. So we got okay. uh, Molesky. Uh, Molesky. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. M-E-L-S-K-I. Molesky to me. Melsick or something? Melsick, probably? Uh, a Melsky? Okay, Melsky. Melsick. Melsick. Sick? There's no C in there. S-I-K. There's S-I-K. That's it's not ski. You're, you're saying it like the K is first. Ski. It is. It's I after K before C after G. <laughs> Whatever. Steven, how do we say this name? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Stickler Steve. Show us how to do it. But Right? That's the big J. I instantly was thinking about the molester guy. <laughs> instantly, bro. And he's taking on Bruno Souza. Okay, who do you got? All right. Well, guess what? This I don't is know a... shit about either one of these either. Okay, this is a featherweight right. fight. Let's flip a coin. Uh, I'm going with Souza. So the only, so I I don't feel like this is, so this guy Meles Melsick, he is a contender series guy. He has one win in the UFC. This other guy Bruno Souza is coming from the LFA. Uh, they're both in a pretty good fight. They got ten and one versus six and one. I got to go with the guy with UFC experience. I went with uh, Melsick to win by decision. All that right. was why I chose him. But these guys haven't given me any reason to do any research. The only reason why in the first fight is because I wanted to see people were talking about CJ is pretty good and it could be uh, bad news for fucking O'Day. Uh, I didn't see it. I seen the knees. The knees are good. But I, I like it. I think this could be a fucking banger. That's why I said fuck it. First round knockout. I didn't see enough to sway my decision though. Um, next we have Dustin Jacoby taking on John Allen. This is a he uh, light heavyweight fight. Yeah, so for me, I, I love Dustin. I was telling everybody in, in the stream the one day I was saying, I never know how to fucking pronounce this. I always say it wrong. I said, Ricky, always fucking uh, whatever. Because I think I either say Jacoby or, and I'm like, I don't know if it's Jacoby or Jacoby, but fucking, I like this guy. I like the way he fights. He yeah. did get fucked up by Ian Kudiloba, uh, but he won that fight, didn't he? Uh, let me double check. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Oh, it went to the split decision. Yeah. It was just uh, He's like tough. a draw or something? Or, or it was a draw. But anyway, I mean, he he got fucked up and, and he survived. 
Yeah. And this guy, John Allen, I thought he was John Phillips at first. This guy, John <laughs> Allen, um, he hasn't done much in the UFC yet. He's went to draw with Mike Rodriguez. That's kind of notable, I guess. But that was two years ago. And his last fight, this guy, John Allen, um, he fought Roman Dolce or whatever, however you say that name. And he went to split. He lost a split decision to him. I definitely got to go with Jacoby. I went with a second round knockout. I think this guy uh, probably set up fight for Jacoby, trying to make him look good. That's what I think too. It's a set up fight for Jacoby. I think uh, he won't knock it out of the park, but I think he will win. I got Jacoby via decision. Um, Side note, uh, JC just corrected us. He beat Mike Rodriguez. That actually is a good fucking point. I did not know that. Yeah, but I'm he turned it into a no contest. He turned into a no contest. Yeah, but still, that that the fact that he beat Rodriguez makes this fight a little better. Okay. Because I'm, I'm not big on Mike Rodriguez. Yeah. All right, so next fight is a heavyweight fight. We got... Jacoby's uh, going in. Gian Vellante taking on Chris uh, Barnett. Right. Now, do you I know these know guys? Your breakdown because it it can't be the same as mine. I don't know this guy. I don't know these guys. So, all right, fine. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm I'm gonna say right. I'm gonna say it's Barnett off of the name. I'm a, I'm gonna pick Barnett. Ko. Do you know? Okay, so second Chris round. Barnett. I'm gonna remind you who Chris Barnett is. Okay. He he came over and he and he fought in the UFC against Ben Rothwell. He's a short, um, black dude that's like kind of chubby very short let's see how tall he is he's 5'9 but that's short as fuck for a heavyweight yeah it is and he was just swinging that air against Ben Rothwell it was like Ben Rothwell's easiest fight oh no not this guy Rothwell got him down and then tapped him out oh no I felt like I felt like and everybody's like Chris Barnett's a fucking awesome fighter blah 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 I know Gian Vellante's not the best but I, I've seen more out of... I got more faith in Vellante than I do this guy, Chris Barnett. I'm yeah. not impressed by Chris Barnett's performance. Uh, I had to go with Vellante by decision. Even though Vellante's been titty-choked by fucking Chris Shabos. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to stick with my decision, double down on the Barnett knockout second round. How hey. can you say Gian Vellante's the worst UFC fighter ever? Wow. Is I mean, he... there's so many other good ben, candidates. Ben for Askren? I mean, you... come on. Fuck Ben Askren. Why don't we talk about uh, CM Punk? Yeah. Probably probably the one fighter that probably didn't deserve to be in the UFC. But Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson was... was I mean, Mike Jackson was playing with dude. He was tickling him. Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of worse fighters than fucking uh, Gian Vellante. All yeah. right. So this one I'm kind of looking forward to. We got uh, right. Edmund Sebastian taking on uh, uh, Nasrinin Amavos. I'm off. I can't say it. Is did it? a fight fall off? Uh, or did you skip one? Oh, I, I skip. Got I sk- Jordan Williams. I skip on one. Ian I skip Gary. one. You're right. You're right. You're right. I skip one. It's Eon Gray taking on Jordan Williams. Sorry, it's a 170 that, fight. This guy Eon Gary, he's got some hype. Uh, I haven't watched it, but he's got some kind of fucking special on the UFC YouTube, like his own little thing. Uh, Jordan Williams, he came from Contender Series, and he's been on a two-fight two loss streak. Uh, lost to Nazardine Imamov. We just seen him fight. And he also lost by a submission three months ago by Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall subbed him out. Yeah. 
Um, I had to go with my boy, the new guy, this guy, Gary, the future knockout first round. I think this has to be a setup fight. They want this guy who's seven and zero to win, and you got somebody's nine and five, right? Yep. So I think I think that this guy that has the nickname the future is going to come in here and fucking show why he's the future. I agree completely with you on this one. I'm going to say Gary wins via decision. Excuse me. Um, all right, so moving on. We got Edmund Sebastian taking on uh, Nasruddin Amavov. I'm looking forward to this fight. I really like Sebastian. This guy is a great striker. Ah, man. Although we just saw Nasruddin fight. My bad. No, we've, we, not we just Cemento. saw him fight three months ago. Yeah. It was close. That, I, for some reason, I thought he fought last week. I didn't really. I forgot that he was fighting this week. Yeah. So right, yeah. So what do you I, got, bro? I got Sebastian. Sebastian. Really? Yeah, I do. I know he's he's fallen off as of late, but I think this this is a a a, a reset fight for him. It's not a gimme fight, but it is definitely a reset. And uh, I think Sebastian gets back on track, and we'll we'll hear a lot of good things coming from him. I got Sebastian knocking him out in the third. There's uh, this guy Im- Imanov Nazardine. He's a, I I think he's a solid solid fighter for sure. Yeah. Um. He's no he's he, no pushover. Even when he lost to Phil Halls recently, uh, that was uh, eight months ago. I remember that fight specifically because Nazardine was coming back and he was just he had that fucking. He definitely had a fighter spirit. He's got that fucking, like, that grit to him. Even when he's losing, he'll still come back. And he did just beat Ian Heinish pretty fucking nice. Um, I got to go with Imanov winning, and I think he's a good third-round fighter. I'll get him with a third-round KO, bro. Awesome. Awesome. Like I said, Imanov's not a a pushover by any means. He's he's a tough fighter, but... uh, I think uh, Edmund's a little more technical, but uh, I think I, I think the uh, the 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 special you know the the game plan to beat Shabazian's out the cat's out the bag on that one, bro. And I think Imanov can fucking implement that. Yeah. All right. So speaking of the devil, Phil Hawes is up next, taking on Chris <laughs> Chris Curtis. Speaking of the devil, Phil Hawes, man. I mean, all power. He is this guy. This guy is he, and he does what he needs to do to get it done, bro. It's just the power this guy can generate is insane. Just knocking people out. I mean, if he hits you, you're going to sleep. It's crazy. Well, I mean, he's got some decent knockouts, but I wouldn't. Uh, he uses his grappling very well as well. As well, he can be dominant with his wrestling and stuff. Yeah, you know that's 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 what. You know that's what he's. I mean, he's he's doing, and uh, for me, just because I know that um, he's not going to be one to have a sloppy fucking brawl, I think that he's going to get the decision. I think that he sees that he wants to keep his fucking streak going, so I think that he's going to you know uh, mix it up in there and just and also stay safe at the same time. He's not going to want to risk it too much for this guy. He's just going to want to keep racking up them W's. Yeah, I think uh, Chris Curtis is another power power striker, but I mean they're gonna. I think he's gonna overcommit, and I got Phil Hall's knocking this dude out in the first round. Yeah, well, this guy's coming in. This is his debut in the UFC, and uh, so I mean he could he, he could be coming out just being extra with it. Yeah. 
I think he's going to over overcompensate and overcommit on his shots, and he's going to get taken out. Hell yeah, man! All right, so here here we went over this in our mark out minute. If you missed it, check it out. It's going to be on YouTube. It's a short little clip. Even of if us you even if you've seen it, subscribe to our YouTube and like that, man. We we got we got to start building that YouTube more. Fucking right. This so there's is the YouTube and the link, guys. Al Iquenta taking on Bobby Green. This is your sleeper fight of the night. It's going to be crazy. I guarantee it. This fight is going to be just a knockout, dragout fight. It's going to be another Jan versus Sanhagen kind of fight where it's just brawling. These guys got heart. These guys want to fight anybody. Both both are well-rounded in my opinion. Yes. Um you know where where for me my little breakdown is Bobby Green it has been a lot more active and done well you know obviously he's he's on he's got two L's he just t- taken kind of recent but they weren't bad L's I mean for me in my opinion they weren't very bad he was very competitive in the whole fight um and your boy Al Quinta who last fought Dan Hooker 2 years ago yeah he hasn't fought in 2 years but if you look at his line of fights he fought the likes of Khabib even on a fucking like twenty four hour notice and did fucking not that bad. He did well. Uh, and if you val- it depends on how you look at Kevin Lee these days. But two years ago, Kevin Lee was looked at as a little bit better than he's looked at now, and he's got wins against Kevin Lee. Um, I just think that his caliber of opponents has reached a little bit higher than Bobby Green. And that could be a big factor, meaning he he's he's fought better opponents. So yeah, I'm gonna I gotta go with Ayakunta getting the decision. Um, I hope I hope Matt Sarah's in this fucking corner and we just hear him screaming and shit. I love that shit. Oh man, I I agree with you that his Al's caliber of opponents have been better, but I think this fight is gonna be term- be determined by mindset alone because everything else is very equal and when it comes down to mindset i got bobby green bobby green wants it more bobby green is going to be more savage in his fight i got bobby green getting a decision over ally quinta al has uh like you said he's been on a two-year layoff he's just not as active and i think the drive just isn't there as it is for bobby green yeah i mean that's a big factor, but also sometimes that don't mean shit. Look at uh, Dominic Cruz. He said ring rust don't exist. Some people, it doesn't matter, bro. Yeah, but this uh, with Dominic Cruz, this is all Dominic Cruz has is fighting. Al has his real estate career and other investments that he does. Which could other be than a fight. big fucking weight lifted off of him, and he's not as fucking pressure. He don't feel the pressure as much to have to win. So now he's fighting for the fucking love of it. And he also wants that extra cash, obviously. But, I mean, if he's got his own business and he's doing well, what what makes you think that's a fucking negative? Because you still have to run that business. And running a business and training for a fight are okay, two different okay. worlds. Well, I guess we get this. This is this is where we get to see. Mm-hmm. Is he is he a businessman or is he, or is he balancing it and he's a fighter? Yeah. So we'll see and, that. So, I guess, and also, I also am picking Ally Quinta because I couldn't pick. I did a poll on my stream, and the, 
more people picked out of Quinta for sure. That's crazy. Sure. I could not understand that. Like that, that's just crazy. I was very back and forth with this fucking pick. Yeah. All right. So next one, we got a middleweight battle. We got uh, Alex Pereira taking on uh, Andres uh, Michelids. Is that how you say it, Michelids? <laughs> Uh, we can just call him the Spartan. That's his nickname. The Spartan. Um, so this guy, <laughs> Alex Pereira, that's the guy that knocked out fucking uh, Israel Adesanya and Dustin Jacoby in fucking kickboxing. My man, JC Gamer, put me on to that the other day. So I can't help but think that this is not... Like, there's no way that if you knock out those two guys who I think are very good that you're not going to knock out your first fucking opponent in the UFC. So I went with a fucking knockout with my boy. Where's it? I can't even find my fucking picks. First round knockout with my boy, Alex Pereira. You think he's going to knock him out, really? Why wouldn't he? He knocked out fucking Adesanya. I think that is enough for me to think, yeah, he's going to knock him the fuck out. But that was kickboxing. You don't have to deal with grappling. You don't have to deal with the threat of uh, position. And you can run to the ropes. So Ribs. Ropes. I was going to say run to the cage, but it came out in ribs. <laughs> uh, well, I do well, think me, this is a set him up fight, but me, I don't think he's going to knock him out. Let me say this at least, okay? He's got eight. <laughs> Go ahead, Big this, J. This guy's Spartan. He's... He's he's lost four times in his career. Yeah. All four times he was knocked out. In what round, though? It wasn't a first. Uh, first round, TKO, elbows, and that was in July 15, 2020, against Modestas Bukakas. Whoever the fuck <laughs> is. Um, this, guy, this guy doesn't leave the first round often, and I'm talking about the... Oh, man. The, the guy, the Spartan guy. Oh God! So this is a set 'em up fight. Ugh. Yeah. Damn it. For sure. All right. I mean, in my in my opinion, I, I, some people might be big on this guy Spartan. I mean, his last fight was fucking against KB Bueller, and he got a decision win. And All right. You know, went all three rounds. Bueller. <laughs> all right, but I got to go with Bueller's you on this one. Was, I'm going with you, same one. Uh, Pereira KO first round. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Was there about? Is everybody else saying the same shit? Probably. <laughs> Easy picks, Alex. He got eight, eight inches in him. That <laughs> got me a bit. Fucking big. We were shit. watching that clip. I don't know if you've seen that. I seen it. I seen it. It was funny. Um, okay, now we're into the fight pick championship. This is main card. We got Frankie Edgar taking on Marlon Cheeto Vera. Frankie Edgar has been on kind of a downward spiral as of late. Marlon Vera is on the come up. What do you what do you think? How do you think this goes down? Um, me personally, I think Frankie Edgar should hang him up. I think Frankie uh, has outweighed outstayed his welcome in the UFC. Um, I got Marlon Vera destroying Frankie Edgar. Um, I got it round two KO. <laughs> All right. Well, let me start this off by saying both of the people that are currently the fight pick champions. In number one, tied, JC Gamer and J Bone are picking Frankie Edgar to win. Why can JC? Why, why, why is number Frankie one, gonna win by decision? 
but Jabin, when I, because I, I did my first picks, like uh, Monday, I believe, I went the rough draft or whatever. Yeah. Now, I originally picked Marlon Vera to win by second round knockout as well. But then he was saying, Frank Yeager's grappling, Cheeto Vera's been out grappled before. But I was like, you know what? Cheeto's young. He's gotten, he's got, you know, some good submissions out there. I said, fuck it. I could see it happening. I'm picking Cheeto Vera submission round two. Round two, fuck yeah. So, as soon as Edgar goes, you know, Edgar get him down, fuck it. I mean, that wrestling can't be that good. He's like 40 years old. And, and the thing is, is like, everybody's like, well, uh, Glover Teixeira just won. He's 42 years old. Edgar, his pace is what fucking made him so good. And he's slowing down. And it's obvious he's slowing down with his age. Well, you got to you got to understand understand too that Edgar weaponized pace at one fifty five or or one forty five. He's at one thirty five yeah. now, where pace. I think he fought at one fifty five as well. He did. He did. Um, but he weaponized pace in those higher weight classes, and now down at the lower weight classes. Where where that that pace is matched, if not exceeded, it it just doesn't hold up. And and who I compared Frankie Edgar to, and I think it was a great comparison, is somebody like Jose Aldo, who also late in their career went down in weight. Yeah. But the difference between Jose Aldo and Frankie Edgar is Jose Aldo is being he's he's not able to beat the top guys, but he's competitive with them. I don't think Frank Yeager's being very competitive with the top guys at 135. Right. Jose Aldo has adapted his style for his age. Matt was telling me earlier that uh, Edgar was talking about he wants to be like Ali and, you know, manage a bunch of fighters and help them. I think that that's perfect for something like Frank Yeager. I was saying I would like to see Edgar do like what Khabib's doing with some younger fighters. I think Edgar definitely could do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about the the managing game, but if, if Frankie Frankie can Frankie can do whatever he wants. Well, I mean, I meant like if you just kind of promote him, even like put your name on him, give him some advice. Yeah. You know, because Edgar's got a name, but he's I don't I don't know. I guess we'll see. If he loses, uh, hold on uh, to the audience to the, to the to the viewers out here that are saying Edgar's winning, Edgar's winning. How about this? We make a deal. You agree that Frank Yeager should hang him up if he loses. How about that? Ooh. And then and then we'll <laughs> shut the fuck up about Frank Yeager should hang him up if yep. he wins. Yep. I agree. Fuck it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, next fight. All right, next fight, Shane Burgos taking on Billy Quarantillo. Mm, <sighs> this one. This is a banger, my dude. This is another sleeper fight. I, I, I personally, love, I love think... I think that the Al fight and this fight should be swapped. I think Bobby Green and Aquenta should be up in the main card and Burgos and Quarantillo down in the prelims. But but these but these guys like these guys are so close right now. They're like, I know they, they want them in the they want them in the fucking head, uh, I know because they, they're trying to make a star out of one of these two. The Barbosa the other, fight was awesome. Burgos what, Bar, Bar Barbosa. Was absolutely great. Well, let me address what you were saying, Rick. You were saying that you think they should be switched. I do. Think of it this way. 
when we first talked about it in the markout minute, we both agreed that both Ally Aquinta and Bobby Green have kind of peaked in the career already. Yes. Neither one of these guys have even peaked. They're still early. That that that, that is true. Shane Burgos arguably may have peaked. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's, that's awfully quick. That's awfully quick. He may have because because the thing is is he is a guy known in his tough known as his toughness. Yeah. And he's, and he's too tough for his for his body. He he's got amazing willpower. He tries to stop himself from being knocked out. But the thing he's known for is taking shots. This man just lets people hit him, and he's good at taking them shots. That's not a good thing. No. One thing, a notable thing about Billy Quarantillo uh, that I love about Billy Quarantillo is when he fought fucking Spike Carlisle back in fucking a year and a half ago. And snuck him. It. It was, dude, he snuck him. Second, listen, the 10-second clapper went off. Dude got out of Billy Quarantillo's guard, stood up, and started walking towards his corner. And Billy Quarantillo came up like a thief in the night and snuck him. The ref didn't even fucking warn me. Like, that's the best part. He's like, you know, you would think, if I was the ref, I'd probably yell, hey, don't forget to protect yourself at all times. <laughs> Dude fucking ran up behind him, called him. That's how you know that motherfucker is, 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 is got that fucking will to win. He's got that fucking determination He's fucking opportunistic. He's not, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I love it. I love Billy Quarantillo. I love Shane Burgos, but I gotta go with Quarantillo. I think he's the the more technical fighter, and I think that he'll win a decision because Shane Burgos is hard to finish. Yeah, Shane Burgos is hard to finish, and Shane Burgos is fast as fuck. Shane Burgos is super fucking fast. I got Burgos whipping that ass. Billy Quarantillo couldn't handle Spark, Spike Carlisle. So he, he did handle him. He won. He won, but he snuck him. After he that snuck is, him, that, that ain't even when he won. I mean, after he happened. snuck him, that fight changed. Okay, that first round, Spike Carlisle was winning. After he got Bro, snuck, I mean, it, it was it was a different fight. I'm saying. I think, you're nuts. I think Quarantillo is a good fucking fighter. Bro. I'm not saying he's a bad fighter, but he's nowhere near uh, as fast as uh, Shane Burgos. Shane Burgos knockout second round. Crazy, bro. I think, I think if anybody gets a finish, Quarantillo gets a submission. But I, I don't know if Quarantillo is gonna. I don't think Shane. I think Shane Burgos is scrappy enough to keep it fucking, you know, not not a grappling fest. Yeah. I think that whole scramble and get up if he gets taken down. Speaking of grappling fests, Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler. Well, they're both claiming that they're not going to fucking be the first to shoot. Or the first to back up. The first to back up. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, it's the first to back up. I think that Michael Chandler, because he's the main one saying it, I think Michael Chandler's trying to convince himself that he's that he's not going to back up. I We've seen both of these guys in, 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 in firefights and in brawl, in brawl type situations. And in my fucking opinion, it's definitely Gaethje has the upper hand on who's the tougher fucking fighter of who can take one and give one and still keep going. Gaethje's definitely the tougher son of bitch in this. And I think that, um, I, I don't know why I put decision when I saved it, but I, I don't see this going all three rounds at all. Okay. I think that Ga- Gaethje's going to finish him, And I probably, I'll just go with like a, a third round. No- I mean, a second round knockout. KO second round. Okay. Now, I get what you're saying where 
Gaethje is the tougher fighter. He's the more experienced. Well, I don't know. They're very equal in experience. Um, Gaethje's had more UFC fights, but that really doesn't matter because, I mean. Because UFC's the top dog. He's but, got more UFC caliber fighters. But Bellator, Bellator where Chandler came yeah, but we, from. But, 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 but we openly agree that we don't accept somebody as an elite fighter. Very rarely do we do it until they fucking come into UFC and beat UFC caliber fighters. I agree. I agree. Like we see that somebody that, that wasn't. I'm just talking about. What, okay, fine. What go I'm ahead, what I'm talking about is experience. Okay. Fine. I'll, I'll I'll shut up and let you go. I'm sorry. Well, I'm talking about what experience. Okay. They both have p- headline pay per views numerous times, so the moment is not going to overwhelm them. So this is going to be a damn good fight back and forth. But I think when it comes down to it, that Chandler has more to prove and is going to be way more aggressive than Gaethje. Gaethje's going to try and be, uh, you know, Kamar Usman-style technical. And he's going to say, oh, I'm, what's his name, Trevor Whitman? Is that is that the guy that they, is that the coach? I think it's Whitman. But, you know, I'm yeah, going to... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like that. I'm going to do my my good leg kicks. I'm going to wait for him to shoot, and I'm going to defend my wrestling, take him down, and ground and pound him. I just don't see that happening. I think Chandler's a little faster than Gaethje, and I got Chandler winning. And he's uh, definitely got the speed advantage, I believe. I got Chandler winning third-round TKO. I think this is going to be... If this doesn't win fight of the night... Then it has to be Bobby Green. It has to be Bobby. Uh, Green. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I mean, uh, just I, on paper. I, I think. Well, listen, with Gaethje and Chandler, right? Yeah. Chandler's been knocked out way more, and the thing is, is like, remember the fight that got Gaethje the fucking fight against Khabib? Yes, he got fucking his ass whooped by Khabib, but remember how good he looked against Tony? And everybody said, "A fucking patient Gaethje is fucking scary, bro." It is scary. And you gotta remember that, that that's how his striking is, bro. It, it, Khabib is a different story, bro. Yeah. You know, it's a whole different story. So let's just minus that out of our okay. recent memory and say Chandler, Chan- Chandler that just fought. Let's say the Chandler that that's that fucking fought Hooker and the and the Gaethje that fought Tony. Which one? Yeah, I mean... Their, their most recent wins, isn't that? I don't know. I think it's close. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, honestly, the between the two, I think the better performer, the better striker is easily Gaethje. I'm just saying. But, I mean, that, that Chandler speed might come into play, man. When you watch him, he's fucking so quick, bro. So quick. It's the aggression. The level of aggression is way higher. Tony, than... looked, Tony looked like a hurt dog. He did. Like a wounded animal. He did. I... Tony ain't been the same since. Tony hasn't fought since. And do you understand the mentality of Gaethje, bro? Yeah, he's like, but... He's like, he's, like, he's like Strickland. Sean Strickland fucking crazy, bro. I understand that. I understand that. But Khabib, I mean, put it on him. I, I know I know Khabib's a different animal, but but getting getting beat in that fashion does something to your mentality. It either helps it or it destroys it. And we're going to find out what happened. 
He said Tony fought s- s- twice since then. What's that mean to anything? Who'd he fight? Have you said that he hasn't fought since then? I just said I, he hasn't I, been. The I same. said I thought he's. I thought he hasn't fought since then. Who'd no, he, he fought? fought fucking. He fought um, the current champ and Benil Darish. Who's and he got grapple fucked by both of them? He fought Charles Oliveira. Yeah, Oliveira gravel fucked the shit out of him. Fucked him right in the butthole. Oh, yeah, that's right. He destroyed him. Look, JC Gamer came in with the same shit as me. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, my my fault, I my fault. I wasn't listening to Ricky. I didn't hear they said that. I just, my fault. I looked over and read that shit. My fault. You're right. I've listened to Ricky, but sometimes I tune him out when he's talking bullshit. I, I really thought he hasn't fought since then, but... Yeah. I don't... I, man. No, he fought, he fought Justin before Charles. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't get it twisted, J. Bobby. I, 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 I'm a big Charles fan, and I know I know Charles. You've been on that Charles train since day one. I will say that's that. That's why I said. That's why I said Makachev ain't got shit for for Oliveira. Oliveira been through the fucking gauntlet. He's he's taken some else. He's learned from him, and he's better than ever, bro. And he beat Chandler. He, I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, Gaethje. I think Gaethje would be a harder fight for fucking. He, Chandler almost beat. Uh, Oliveira, he almost finished him. Like that's that's something notable. Yeah, it's you know? crazy, crazy. Yeah, I, I know uh, JC. JC knows but, this shit. I'm sorry. I, so I fucked so up. no no no. So so you're picking Chandler, even yeah. though I think you shouldn't. But that's fine. Fight pick championship. I'm gonna beat you. KO round three. You'll see what Should happens. I just, I just took out of my tapology. <laughs> All right, next next fight is the co-main event, and it is a title fight. Rose Namajunas taking on Wally Zhang. I hope we get the fight that we were promised the first time these these two went at it. Um, I wasn't mad about what happened, dude. I love that surprise shit. I wasn't mad. I just wanted I wanted to see both display their their. Um, their specialties, you know, Wiley with her combos, Rose with the comeback, and those quick. I, I wanted to see a more of a back and forth fight. Um, I'm glad Rose won, deservedly so, and she is the champ. Um, and Wiley has a right for a rematch. So, well, I am mean, very torn on this fight. Very torn. I still so, don't know. Like, we've seen Rose from early on in her career, in a way, in, in a lot of ways. A lot of us have. Uh, Zhang is coming in. She, she, she's, tore it up. she's tore up some competition, man. She came in, and, and she beat the likes of uh, Tisha Torres, Jessica Andrade, jo- uh, Joanna, Joshenchek, Harry fucking She turned Joanna into a fucking Klingon. And then we got... And then she took that out from Rose. So... She's she's done well. She the 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 lead question mark kick got her real good, knocked her the fuck out. Um that Trevor Whitman fucking camp, I mean that, that I mean the people that come from Trevor Whitman, man, they've just fucking they're like they just they see things, bro. They see things differently. Yeah. Gaethje, fucking Rose, fucking Usman, yeah. whoever fucking else is there. Um I, I mean I'm just kind of, you know, you you, you always have moments where you realize that shit. Isn't Cyril um, gone on that camp too? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Uh, but you know what? I'm gonna pick Rose, Thug Rose first round submission. 
Just because I want to see it. Okay. And I have no idea who's going to win. I would. I'm. I don't know what the betting favorite is or whatever, but I wouldn't be surprised if Zhang was the betting favorite because she's been. She looked really good up until she got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. I'm talking about in in her other fights. Yeah, I'm picking. I'm picking Zhang in this one. I think that woke her up, and uh, she's going to be a lot more defensive. I got Zhang winning via decision. And and you know something I was com- now that we're talking about uh, Zhang. It's something I was comparing the Russian, uh, and I, I forgot to, when we were talking about it to talk about it. But if you remember a while back, I remember when a lot of these China, China, they were coming from China, Chinese fighters, and um, I said, "Man, China might might take over on the UFC scene." But and that's why I compare it to a Russian because I'm like, "Hey, I thought the Chinese guys are better, but then they started fucking up." Same thing with Russian. These these Russian guys, they're gonna get figured out, bro. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's it's not it's there's gonna be a few from every nation or country that are that are gonna stand out, but obviously when 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 you're not used to fighting a certain style of fighter and they all come from the same camp, they can look like they're gonna co- come and take over. But eventually, this there's gonna be styles that fucking figure it out and beat them. I'm I'm wondering what style that is. Um, it's uh, when I mean, it these Russian these Russian guys have been beaten, dude. Not all of them are undefeated. Uh, I'm not saying that they're not. I'm not saying they're not, but the style is is very formidable. Um, but uh, the co-main event's going to be RDA good. I think RDA would have beat Islam. Okay. Um, that was your high moment of the day from Buddy. Uh, moving on. I had RDA in that fight. Fuck y'all. Okay, you would have <laughs> lost. <laughs> oh, you did lose because you had Hooker in that fight too. I picked him out of spite. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you fucking lost. Oh, I, st- I still did better than you in, in the fight pick championship of that week. You did. You did. I, I Actually, no, you did better. You did five points more. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> I did better in the card overall, I think, is oh. what happened. Oh, man, that's funny. You did better where it counted for the fight picks. That's funny. I didn't. Yeah. I thought you beat me. I didn't think I was. I thought I did, too, because of the Glover. Oh, okay. All right, man. Here we go. Main event, UFC 268. Kamaru Usman taking on Colby Covington. This is a second fight. Man. I just, I mean, I know the first fight I had Colby, and I know that there was a lot of factors. Like, I felt like Mark Goddard was a little biased with his ruling, but I just can't see uh, being confident with picking Colby. I can't be con. I could. I couldn't confidently pick Colby. Okay. That feels. It feels like when I, we were talking to JC, it's like I can't pick Colby. Just because I want him to win. And and because you're picking Colby, I'm definitely like I have to pick Usman for sure. Yeah, I gotta pick Colby, man. I. This is. I think Colby and Aldo, are like always gonna uh, no matter who they're facing I'm gonna root for them and I just have I just have to so I might not think that Covington has improved as much as Usman but I think well, we don't know we haven't seen him at all true uh, I just think that um I think he's gonna get it done something in my bones are telling me that Covington gets it done because like I said Covington could get under 
Usman's skin better than anybody else. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, strategy wise, yeah. How do you think? How do you think they both come in from each? From just just a quick strategy, not like the basic strategy. What do you think is going to be used by each, or try to be used by each each uh, side? So if I'm Usman, I'm going to use my jab because I got a longer jab and a pretty straight one at that, and I'm going to take him down this time. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna strike with him because because granted I was good. I was, Usman was good at that time with with Colby, but it was competitive, and neither one of them went to the to a wrestling. And I think that if if it goes down to it, I think Usman is the better wrestler, um, and could put a pace grappling wise. But in striking, if I'm Colby, I'm thinking to pressure him, to pressure Usman. And get him to miss, get him angry, get him chasing me, and then counter him. Get him to try and take me down and knee hmm. him in the face. I would, I would definitely play on pressure, U- but look for counters. I would definitely be playing on Usman's emotions in this because you're the heel, you're the character. Play it up, win, hmm. and that's that's how. If I'm if I'm Covington. I'm I'm getting inside Usman's head because I can, and that's how I would do it. I would I would be dirty as fuck. I'd slap him. I'd slap him right in the face. First fight, first punch. I wouldn't even throw a jab. I'd slap the shit out of him. So so my perspective of this, of, of the strategy is going to be used. Yeah, is I think that it's going to be uh, kind of similar to the first fight. I think it all boils down to who can dictate the pace that they fight. I think Usman's going to try to keep the dictate the pace, being very slow and 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 keep it a very technical fight. Yeah. And I think Colby's going to try to make the pace quick. I think he's going to fucking do like he always like. Just imagine it, how he how he was doing against like somebody like Lawler, he's punching, ju- kicking, uh, taking them down, uh, going for a submission, but not really going for it. You know, just try to keep the pace, try to keep moving. That's his. I think that's his own like his main fucking path to victory but i don't think that he's i think uzman is going to keep the pace where he needs it i think that uzman has been working on his striking significantly i think that he's fucking just as good southpaw as he is um uh orthodox and i think that uzman is just gonna keep the composure like he always does and just be that fucking pace that i mean that that slow beaten pace where he's just winning the exchanges and I think he just 50 45s him bro I think he's gonna fucking just be the better fighter in every position every type of uh situation not one round will go to to Covington not one no nah, and you know what wow. and I, I I believe that and I think that there's a lot of people think that think that Usman will finish so there's a lot of people that don't think that Usman will go. I mean, uh, Covington will last the distance with Usman. Mm. I think Usman's gonna be just a slow, technical fighter, win- winning the fucking round every round. I don't think that he's gonna be risking it to fucking finish Colby. Colby's gonna be the one trying to prove it, but he's just gonna move. He's gonna keep the pace where he wants it. Colby's gonna be trying to push the pace, but Usman's not gonna let him. Do you think we see wrestling in this fight? I think that 
if it's wrestling, we'll see more scramble style. Mm-hmm. And we won't see somebody be very, very dominant until the other ones. So until one of them is very, if one of them had like has a cardio dump or whatever, you know, adrenaline dump, where they're tired as fuck, then we see them be dominant. But I think that if they grapple, that it will be a lot of back and forth. I don't think it's going to be one's way better than the other. Hmm. Yeah, I. I think we're going to see wrestling in this fight. If I'm Colby, I'm going to be looking for it more than ever. Um, like I said, I'm I'm looking to push the pace and looking for that pressure and, and that counter knee. I think that's how he wins. And I got Covington via decision. I hope Covington goes to AEW after this. <laughs> I think that he's a perfect fit for AEW. It's like I was saying about fucking Mike, uh, Mike Perry. How I was saying he's a perfect fit for bare knuckle. We kept saying that shit. Yeah, we have been saying that for like two years. We should realize, stop with the MMA. Go, you know, you'd fucking be the king at bare knuckle, bro. You're fucking literally born for that shit. Yeah. He could be the post child for bare knuckle. Um, Because, like, you had Chris Lieben in there, Julian Lane. I mean, Mike Mike Perry, he's he's fucking, those three names go together pretty easily. Yeah. You know, they're they're the fucking, you know, the controversial... uh, just want to bang motherfuckers. Now, um, with, with Colby, man, he's so good at his fucking gimmick, and he's such a good fucking heel, bro. Why not go to AEW, where his, his, Amer- his old American top team uh, is, is fucking making a presence in it, and he could co- go there, he could fucking be um, against them. And I don't know, I just think it would be awesome, bro, to have him in pro wrestling. I think it would be, too. That would be... Almost too perfect, though, man, because, man, Covington as a wrestler would be awesome. Just awesome. Hell yeah, dude. But I I want him to be champ first. I want him to be undisputed champion first and then go to AEW. Accomplish the goal, then move forward. I mean, yes, he was champion, but he was interim champion. And no, he's never been beaten for that interim championship. So, I, I definitely want want uh, Covington to win. Hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of us would lo- love to see Covington win just because we know how fucking bad the gimmick, like how bad he would fucking turn with the heel and. Oh my God! The aftermath and the press he would be, would be, he would be, he would be wonderful. Fucking, it would be terrible. To, he would be all over everywhere. Covington would blow up if he won. God, that would be great. God, that would be so great. What's up, you nerds and virgins? Oh, that would be everywhere. So, uh, to answer Jay Poppy, who do we think will beat Islam in the future? I mean, I already went that went over that. I said I thought our day would have whipped his ass. You're crazy. Come on, be serious. I had RDA winning, bro. Oh my God, how? I really want you. I wish we could show it and not get in trouble. Um, the Islam fight because that it was just domination, man. It was domination on a Joker whole. Joker was level. not a grappler at all, not even a little bit. Yeah. Like he t- he get, he double legs people sometimes or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? He, he takes them down a little bit, and holds them sometimes. He's not. A, he just started learning grappling a little bit. Like let's not let's not act like he's some kind of fucking big. Elite grappler. It's Hooker. Okay. You know, I mean, that's. It, it, I don't hold nothing. That that's not no notch in fucking 
That's I'm telling, dude. That's like Hooker going going in and fucking going against Shmaev in this wrestling match. I wonder who the fuck's gonna win. Yeah, we we know that Shmaev would whip his ass. I'm just That's, saying, I, in the future, does, I don't know who's going to beat Islam. Who's who's Makachev? Who's Makachev when that's a high level grappler as well? Darius. Then he go against Darius. I wouldn't. I mean, Darius is good, but he's he's a brawler style anyway. Even if that is true, I don't need, I don't know Makachev's history right now. I don't have I'd it up. I'd, I'd have to hold on. I'll pull it up. But I know he, I know he's he's fought some damn good people, man. Um, I don't know, dude. I mean, like, it's working his way up, working his way up. I think in the future, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a Gaethje could beat him, or, or uh, I would say Gilbert Burns, but Gilbert Burns has jumped up there's, in weight. There's not one big fucking. Oh my god, I can't believe he beat him. Uh, in his in his fights, his last three fights, I mean Tiago Moises or whatever, he's kind of good, but I mean really like he's not that good. He's not no high level UFC guy. Drew Dober is a fucking mostly a striker. He fucking got him. Um, and fucking Hooker, dude, they're his best fights. Okay. He knocked out Gleason Tebow. That's good. <laughs> fucking good. Yeah, but Gleason T-Bow f- was fighting back in fucking whenever, dude. Like, T-Bow's like, what? He's he, in his he's, 40s. He's 38 years old, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, get, he's getting up there. I get you. I'll all get I'm you. saying is, is like, Makashev is, is not as good as everybody's saying he is, in my opinion. Well, we're, only time's going to tell. And, uh... It's talking <sighs> Coop right there. Man. This is crazy. Crazy. Can't wait. UFC 268 is going to be great. So before we get out of here, um, one, do we have anybody to raid? And two, what do you have to plug before we uh, jump out of here? We've been having a great fucking time. My streams have been more and more fun lately. Um, I, I hope that all you guys, if you haven't checked out my sh- my stream, because you know, we stream usually at least five to six days a week uh we do a lot of ufc gameplay we do a lot of fucking simulated fights and we also talk a lot of mma there too and but mostly i would say and most people probably agree mostly we uh just get stoned and listen to music um if you don't mind actually how about you talk to them for like three to five minutes and then I'll go take a piss and get fired up. <laughs> and then we'll raid me. All right. So let's just do that and we'll just raid you. But you've got to be the mod because I don't know how to do it unless there's yeah, another I'll, I'll mod in I'll here. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, dip out, take a piss, and then get my stream together. And then we'll, and then we'll uh, raid me. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. We'll raid you. So... Like I said, you should definitely check out Buddy uh, MMA Mark's uh, stream. He does that AI stuff, that AI championship or that AI uh, fights. And we're going to actually bring that to you guys here on this podcast. 
Um, when when there's a lull like there was two weeks ago with the UFC fight cards, we're going to start putting the AIs behind us and commenting and calling the fights there. Maybe I'll get my commentator uh, experience that way. But, man, it, I'm looking forward to it. And if you definitely check out Buddy's stream because he's getting better. I mean, we started this thing a couple years ago, and he the intro that he has now is is top notch something that you would see on tv he's 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 that good and i mean the the community has done nothing but grow from from the time that he started to now i mean you guys know you guys came from his community over to here to check it out it's just great but look we're gonna we're gonna definitely uh jump right into buddy's raid whenever he gets ready um, so with this amazing community, is there anything that you guys have for us or anything that you want to see from us? Um, uh, like we said, we got JC Gamer on here getting you guys on the podcast. Um, would you, what kind of, uh, stuff do you want to see from us? Put it down in the comments, uh, and we'll definitely, definitely take it under consideration. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing that, Big J, you nasty bastard. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not I'm not getting public nudity on this on this thing. Not happening. <laughs> Montana wants me to read poetry. <laughs> and Jay wants a flash. That's not happening. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> I knocked Buddy out. Chip, chip, chiroo. There we go. <laughs> yeah, thanks, J-Poppy, man. It's a good-ass stream because you guys come in here, man. That's that's why it's such a good fucking stream. And we have an awesome time. If there's... And, I mean, we I know we cover UFC mostly, but if you guys want us to do Bellator or... or uh, PFL, I like PFL. We don't get to talk about it much on this stream, but if you guys want it, let us know, and uh, we'll we'll bring you the content that you guys want. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I definitely want to continue these good ass vibes right with Buddy when he gets in here. Um, definitely want to do all that. Can't wait. Um, but. I don't know how you guys don't see Colby whipping up on Usman. He, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. He's been training ever since he got beat. He's on a new camp. He's, if you haven't noticed, he's been quiet right up until the time that he gonna get. He's gonna get this fight. Oh, the Ultimate Slap Fighting Championship on YouTube. Oh, okay. I, I don't know anything about that. Send a link. Put a link in the chat. We'll, I'll check it out and see what we can do with it. I'm with you, Jay Poppy, man. He's going to win that fight. He's been training for it ever since he lost. You you, you make somebody lose like Colby, and they're going to do nothing but get better. Nothing they're going to do is, is it's just, it's just a pretty much even thing, man. Telling you, it's it's Colby's gonna win, and I got I got Wally Zhang winning. 
Uh, I think uh, Rose Namajunas is good, but she's not that good. I think uh, she can be rattled at times and just get in her head. And we're, we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see a damn good fight, UFC 268. We got Justin Gaethje getting over there. Either way, and and we're just raiding Buddy. Buddy's taking over, so. We're going to cut it here. Check it out. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And we're on there. Uh, This has been UFC. uh, Or I'm sorry. Not UFC. This has been your MMA Markout Minute. Your MMA Markout Podcast. I'm Ricky. He's Buddy. And we'll check you next time. See ya.